Aloha, folks. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 113. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. For this episode, we recorded live from the Tonga Hut's 60th anniversary party. In 1958, a little bar in North Hollywood opened on Victory Boulevard named Tonga Hut. Back then, a gallon of gas was a quarter. The average cost of a new house was $12,000. Dwight Eisenhower was President of the United States, and the Beatles hadn't even formed yet. Since the Tonga Hut has been open, the Berlin Wall was raised and demolished. Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. Television went from black and white to color to high-definition digital. Reggae was born. Disco was born. Hip-hop was born. New Wave was born. Grunge was born. And the United States has had 11 different presidents. And all that time, the Tonga Hut had its doors open, welcoming visitors from near and close, far and wide. On this episode, we chat with drunken revelers, fans, and supporters from the Tonga Hut's backlot as we fondly celebrate 60 years of Tonga Hut goodness. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. Shares on your social media are always appreciated. And if you'd like to help support the show, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on the donate button. Every donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week. Okay, folks, here we go, live from the back lot at the Tonga Hut in North Hollywood. That's my top five tiki ladies. I would agree with you. Yeah, that's a good list. Yeah, it's a good list. Aloha, Liz. Aloha, Adrian. <laughs> Aloha, Boris. Aloha, Liz. Okay, people, put your seatbelts on. We have Liz Carsa <laughs> on the podcast. Happy anniversary, Tonga Hut. Happy anniversary, Tonga Hut. We're so happy to be here because the Tonga Hut is... Ex- ex- uh, um, what's the word I'm like? I've been drinking. 60 years of darkness and <laughs> they've long been, they've been cel- They're celebrating their 60th anniversary today. Is it an anniversary or is it a birthday? It's a big... Uh, it's a big 6-0. I think it could be I either. A, I, I'm going to go birthday. Birthday's good. This is the day they were born. <laughs> okay. They were birthed from their construction site. Yep. So let's think about this. 60 years ago was 1958. And you know what people like to do when they think about... Their birthdays is they like to look up. Oh, what was the number one song the day I was born? What was on the TV? Right. What were people eating? What was the popular restaurant right. at the time? Do you so, have this information? Sixty years I don't, ago, I, I didn't come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no research. So let's I, pretend, I'm let's, guessing, let's I'm, it's not a birthday; it's an anniversary. No. So I'm cheers guessing if it's 1958, right? It was probably some kind of doo-wop song. Right. And people were probably eating in a real 50s diner instead right. of like a Johnny Rockets. Right. They just called it a diner, though. They just called it a diner. <laughs> it wasn't right. called a 50s right. diner. Not a 50s diner. Um, I could just imagine some guy living in North Hollywood, which, considering how exciting North Hollywood is now, must have been crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. North Hollywood <laughs> is the hub of excitement. In 1958. <laughs> and some guy is like, 
hey, there's a new bar opening four days. You know what we should do? You know what we should do is we should open a tiki bar four days before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, was it? Is that really the date that's, though? Today. That's a reason the, to drink. Uh, today's, today's the day, right? Sunday. Yeah. Th- well, Thanksgiving's I don't know. Thursday. No, 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 but I mean, is today the actual oh, birthday? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think it's the actual day. I think Do we know what it is or we're not really sure? You gotta, I guess Google, we can walk 12 feet and find out. Okay. You got, yeah. you got Google? I'm not going to. But <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it's on Google. Um, do you remember the first time you came to the Tonga Hut? That's a great question. You know, I don't. It's not seared in my memory. <laughs> I came for, I think I came for a winter, uh, a Tiki Wonderland. Oh. I think that was my first it time. It was something. You know, there was a time when I was coming here every Sunday because, you know, You're it, was alcoholic. Th- it was a thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was before they did the Drooling Bastard program. Oh, yeah. It was, it was way oh, before yeah, for that. Me too. It was still, yeah. it was still, you know, like you could get some drinks, like a voodoo juice and a Mai Tai, but it was still a beer bar. Yeah. Yeah. The, first, I, the first time I came here was before the remodel. And the yeah, floor was all torn up, yeah. and the booths were all, all the foam was pulled out of the seats. And I thought to myself, what the hell? I'm like, this place isn't a dive bar. This place is dump. like yeah. a terrible dive well, bar. Well, there were still Bud Light signs. Yeah. yeah. When, when I, I, I remember coming in, in the, the fountain was still filled with plastic ivy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, that yeah. Was they, they hadn't restored the fountain. And it was the, the drooling bastard fountain, not the not the triple waterfall. That that's always been working, but right. the the back fountain was still filled with plastic ivy. And I think maybe I've seen pictures online, so I might be there. I know they had a popcorn machine like setting up there. Do you remember? I, that was never my. So it was the experience. same time that I started going to tiki bars, such as like Sam's Seafood. Mm. And I remember this big lamp that had the Clydesdales that galloped around inside the lamp ah. that said Budweiser right. and all that. And that's kind of what the Tonga Hut was like back then. The best thing about Budweiser is when bars advertise, they carry it. <laughs> yeah. Because they're proud. <laughs> <laughs> we have the best beer because they have the best sign. <laughs> I took this sign so the guy would go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speaking of drinks, what are we drinking right now? You guys are drinking... So I had a few Jungle Jet Setters that Sid is knocking out in there. But right now, I'm drinking the IPA um, from Ballast Point Brewery. I guess this is the Fathom Fathom IPA. It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty decent. Okay. So- I had a painkiller, and now I'm drinking the... Uh- Cutwater rum, rum and coke. coke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or rum and you cola. have to love a cocktail served into a can. Yeah, you can't say coke because it's they're right. not using rum and cola, rum but it's and delicious. It's a rum and uh, in my painkiller cup. <laughs> with cola it's flavored waking up soda. The, the yeah. remainder of the painkiller and joining forces and having a party. Awesome. Yeah. So I had a grog. I'm drinking a jungle jet setter now, and I have another grog waiting for me. Oh. So this you. this is my this is the remains of my first grog right here. The beverage collector. I know. Well, yeah. Well, what is this magical umbrella? I have to say that these umbrellas are amazing. Oh, I, th- well, I think it's the sixtieth. Uh, okay. Lounge loot do these? I don't know who, do, who does them. Lounge loot? Clown jewelry? Oh, yeah, lounge, lounge loot. loot. Uh, okay. I think they're out of Palm Springs, lounge so, loot. No, lounge loot is actually in... Are they in Palm Springs? No, they're up by um, by Paso Robles. Oh, okay. Or I, San Luis Obispo. Like they do nice work. Area. I want to say that they did that because they did the five minutes of rum. 
Okay, so shout out to Lounge Loot. Yeah, with the 60th anniversary. And we know them. They're they're nice people. They're yeah, they were super nice people. Umbrella would be pretty neat, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're going to be doing, actually, umbrellas for the Desert Oasis. Room. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So. And they should do well, Desert Oasis for I, top I'm five. I'm on the list. Top five Tiki Lady umbrellas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the list. Yeah. So did you guys get the shag mug, the 60th anniversary shag mug? I personally did not. I just, well, just I was not able to this time or this time. I don't want to stand in a line that's like 500 people. So, I think it's more like 700 people. <laughs> it's like 855 people. For the people that are not familiar with the layout of the Tonga Hut, we're set up in the back parking lot right now. There's a fence that's been brought in so that we can serve drinks back here. And the line goes from the outside of this fence around the fence, down the alley, all the way down to the Starbucks, which is at the end of so the block. It, I think it goes from... North Hollywood to Studio City. North Hollywood to Studio... No, it's North Hollywood to uh, probably Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. Studio City is the same distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so far, they're selling mugs. I'm surprised they haven't sold out yet. You know what? I have a feeling that uh, they might be near the end, and some of these folks are going to be a little disappointed. Dan Ferris! Dan Ferris, jump in! <laughs> oh, he ran away! I think Dan Ferris needs to get in line for the mug. I thought... I thought that was Captain Picard. <laughs> Bald jump is in, beautiful. In, in. Bald is beautiful. Picard, stooping, whatever you Dan want. Ferris won't do it. That's Ferris okay. Ferris is a captain. I never make anybody do anything they don't want to do because then they're going to scream rape. So. You know, I, I think if I checked with your kids, they would probably argue. So oh, I, my kids, I make them do what they don't want to do. I call it chores. <laughs> yeah. As long as you teach them how to make a good cocktail... Make Daddy a cocktail. I know, yeah. My dancing monkeys, right? <laughs> daddy needs a back rub. Da- daddy needs a Bloody Mary. Help. Go make one. There was a time when I could lay in the pool on a floaty and call my son and ask him to make me a Mai Tai. Aww. And he knew how to make a correct Mai Tai. Oh, that is so mommy yeah. dearest of you. Totally. totally. <laughs> and then that, but awesome at the same time. That damn kid went to college. Yeah, yeah. And then he found himself and he has his own personality now. Like, what the fuck is He's like, no, that? Dad, I'm not going to be your slave. <laughs> right. I got to go live my life. How did his hot sauce challenge go? Well, we haven't done a hot sauce challenge yet, but he has tasted the... Last dab okay. from Hot Ones. And he did that with his friends. So he, let me back up a little bit. And when we got it, I did it first. And I did it at home. And holy mother of God, it's the hottest fucking thing I've ever tasted. Right. It felt to me like someone cut the front of my tongue off. And it took about 20 minutes for me to get over the burning sensation. And what happened is, thank God Stephanie bought a box of mochi because... What I did was I took the mochi, then they come in like a six-pack, and I would cut a slit in it, and I would stick my tongue inside the slit, like i make a tongue sandwich with the mochi. And I would hold it in my mouth, and the thing was, the mochi was frozen, so I couldn't hold it comfortably with the fingertips because it was frozen. Right. But it was cold enough to ease the pain. But if I pulled my tongue out of the mochi... It was felt like somebody cut my tongue off, so I'd pull my tongue back in the mochi. Were you tearing up, or was your face red? Or I wasn't tearing up. I did start hiccuping. Okay, and um, it's 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 hard to describe, but but so to answer your question, my son took the bottle to his friend's house that night, and I told him because he saw me do it, and he was like, "Wow!" And he's pretty good with hot sauce. He's better than me. And he said, wow, Dad, uh, actually kind of makes me nervous to see your reaction. And I said, well, just make sure you have ice cream with you. Because milk didn't cut it. I drank the milk. It was like drinking water. It didn't right. do anything. 
He went to his oh, friend's house. Oh, that hot sauce. Now I yeah, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He took it to his Why friend's house. Why did it take house. so long to get it? Because of the demand? The demand. Oh. They couldn't grow the chilies fast enough. Wow. So they didn't have ice cream. He said... We only had bread and water. Oh, geez. So we sat on the couch and just suffered through it. Because his friends live in prison in 1765? <laughs> well, because they're high school kids and they have no money. I told them, go get ice cream. Yeah, don't they have parents' houses with yeah. food? Uh, I don't know, Here's $5. Go buy some Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, okay. seriously. Yeah. So, and bread and water. Bread and water, that's it. And did they, they had do bread it? bread and water, they, but they did it, yeah. Wow. I think there was four of them that did it. And they sat on the couch and they just... They just muscled their way through it. Is this what teenagers do these days? (laughs) Wow, I I I feel so uncool. Okay. I know. (laughs) So then the next day you put it on your cat food? No. So (laughs) I have a different... So it's a a milder sauce, although it's probably hotter than the average person would eat, but it's something that I consider a mid-grade sauce now. And my cat actually loves it. So you saw that. Did you see it? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I thought I... Because I had a picture that I... I don't know if I, I posted it, but I sent a group picture and my cat Boris actually being a loved jerk? it. That never you know, happens. No, no, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a photo. I know, right? Hey, everybody on this podcast, right now you can't see this photo that Adrian's pulling out. Yeah, I know. I do a lot of <laughs> visual stuff it. on my audio show. <laughs> you can post it in the in the comments. Look, kids, Big Ben. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No one's ever called me on it. <laughs> you know, I but really love someone's that going photo to. I can't see. Someone's That's going to call me on story, it now. Great story, Adrian. This podcast is really amazing. Yeah, I know, right? So so what, what kind of photo or video do you guys want to share on my <laughs> on my audio show while we're doing this? <laughs> Look at this super rare tiki mug I found. Yeah. Can you believe it? It's so amazing. Yeah. Well, so the tiki people will kind of, they'll know what tiki mug you're talking about, right? You know, that one with the stuff and the things from that bar that went down and then it's not there anymore. You know that mug. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So this is the photo that everybody that's listening can see. So my cat is going after this sauce. <laughs> so there's a hot sauce in a little cup and, uh, and, on and, a and, table and, and his cat is crawling and towards it. she's dipping her paw in it. Dipping her paw. This cat her paw lives on the it. edge, man. This is a jalapeno wow. sauce. And this is her being cute because I, I swatted Aww. her away. Aww, oh, don't die. It's that's hot a lady sauce. cat? Yes. This okay. is Lily, and she wants more. And, um, yeah, so, and then this morning when well, I was... excitement in East Bay. When I was having breakfast, I was putting, like, I, I put this, um, this hot sauce that has scorpion chilies. I was putting it on my eggs, and my cat jumped up on the table, and she wanted some. Wow. wow. Right? Yeah, she's crazy. She, she has a death wish. She's living on the edge. She's crazy. So, uh, what do you think the probability is that these people that are still in line for this mug is actually going to get this mug? At this point, I don't know. I mean, this I line has been going for a hot minute. Do you want to jump on the show, Jeff? Uh, sure. Oh, and you got Arthur here, too. I love you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, do you know Liz? Liz, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Liz. Okay, uh, say hi uh, to each other. Party, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Arthur's and this here. is Arthur. I'm Liz. I'm sure we met before, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna step away for a little bit while you guys talk, because oh. I'm gonna service a customer right now. Let's let's talk about Adrian yeah. and this yeah. uh, amazing uh, podcast he has going on right now. He's got 45. It's 45 degrees out, and he's wearing shorts. It's <laughs> <laughs> to show his legs. And now so he's running away. Mug? I did not buy the mug. I'm sorry. Just came here for the cocktails. You just came here for the cocktails yeah. and the experience. Exactly. Were you here, came for, the here for the 55th anniversary? anniversary? I don't think I was here for the 55th, actually. The 55th anniversary was uh, was a lot of fun. They had vendors out here. 
You weren't allowed to uh, drink outside, but the vendors were awesome. Yeah, this, this is a game changer. The outside drinking is cool. Yeah, this is a game changer, opening up the, pad, the yeah. uh, parking lot and stuff. It's great. Yeah, I'm definitely about the drinking outside. I feel like I'm in the cage at the beginning of Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're in like a WWE like wrestling ring, and it's weird because there's cocaine all over the table. <laughs> yeah, and someone just paid me a hundred bucks to kill the mayor. Yeah, it's whatever. I'm enjoying myself. Caged me too. Up. It's, it's a really nice night too. Yep. It's beautiful out. So, what are you drinking at a Jungle Jet Center? Uh, I started with the Fire Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now we're on to the Taboo Taboo Rob. Oh, good stuff, yes. I believe uh, Marie King might have come up with the uh, the menu for this evening. I'm sure she did. It's a solid menu. Love that Marie King. Marie King's all right. We love Marie. What he's did I family. miss? What did I miss? We're talking uh, about cocaine. He's drinking the, the fire starter. Starface, Jesus, you know the, the usual. Bird. The Firestar. What is it? It's the Firebird. Adrian's got three. So cups Jeffrey's in front drinking of the Trans Am. He likes to have a. a <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm what trying to figure out which okay, one I'm still has drink guy. in it. Isn't that a Trans Am? What's that? A Firebird. That's a Trans Am. That's yeah. what Smokey and the Bandit. So like. That's what the Bandit. They're drove. drinking a Trans Am. I'm okay with that. Yeah. A little white trash, but. <laughs> is it bad that I really want to find out who like who, when the last mug is being sold and like. Get the disappointment yes, at that moment, bad. and I'll be like, "I'm so sorry," and I'll buy one, and I'll turn around, and I'll be like, four hundred dollars." Did so, you want my mug? I, I got thoughts are bad. <laughs> I got set up early today, and I thought, you know, what would be neat is if I took one of the mugs at like two thirty while everyone was lined up, or at three o'clock while everyone was lined up, and threw it on eBay. Well, there was one on Just eBay. There was like, two on eBay for $600. Like, it's already on eBay. It I'm was. Sorry. Did you yeah. see they that? They haven't opened in an yeah. hour. It was wow, already, it really? It was on eBay, but I think somebody, I think it got pulled because whoever was uh, listing it, because didn't they it didn't have the item yeah, yeah, yet. Right. Yeah. And I say that yeah, if people, rec- have it. Yeah, if people but, recognize well, the name. That's an eBay rule. Yeah. That's an eBay rule. Yeah, yeah. I think if people recognize the vendor, the seller name, they should go up to the person in line and be like, I'm sorry, John Smith. You're right, not allowed right, to right, buy right. these mugs. I'm calling you out. Yeah. 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 I almost wish that there was a name associated with a mug number so that yeah. if, if you know they see 45 is listed on sale and then Boris bought 45, right. yeah. right. all publicly say, fuck Chiki you, Con Boris. does that for their event mugs. <laughs> really? yeah, you know what? You um, can say, fuck you, Boris, no matter what. <laughs> right. True. Right. Oh, yeah, the Tonga would love that. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't say that have. because, but, you know, the podcast loves Boris. This is a family Boris. show. We love Boris. We have children listening. No, this, this, should, this family show is marked explicit on iTunes. <laughs> There's a parental advisory icon below it. No wonder yeah, why it makes just, me blush when I listen to it. We're not just talking it. about your kittens and your kids. No. <laughs> right. No, we're talking about blowjobs and Damn anal sex children. and all kinds Other of other kittens. stuff. Right? Yeah. So what are you guys drinking? What's what's in there, Jeff? I got the Taboo Taboo. Okay. He's already yeah. drank the Firebird. Yeah. The you missed that. You missed that update. <laughs> yeah, the, the Taboo Taboo is the one that they did for the um, the magazine release party. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Okay, and that's coming up again on... Next weekend. Thanksgiving Saturday. I thought it was next week. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy Saturday. shit. Thanksgiving And then, uh, then Tonga Hut's doing the Winter Wonderland on... The week after that, right? Yeah. I think so, the first weekend of December? No, I think that's mid-December. So can I we... Know, I don't know. I'm can we change attention. gears for a second? Yeah, because let's do it. Okay. Now that we have Jeffrey here... Uh-oh. I want to talk about pies. Talk about pies? Pies. All so, right. Are you a pie man? Uh, I He's use, a pie hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Let me let me just say this because 
I've been drinking, but my my job, my day job, um, I work in Cyprus now, and I'm supposed to bring a dessert for Thanksgiving. Okay. And then, so I asked this guy that lives near there. I go, "What do you What are you doing for Thanksgiving?" And he's like, "Oh, we uh, we um, we go to like a some barbecue place, and they just get it catered." Sure. And then he goes, "But then I usually go to Knotts and pick up a boysenberry pie. Oh. So I'm bringing a boysenberry oh, pie to my Thanksgiving." Yeah. Wait, I'm super wait, excited wait, wait. about that. Are you looking for somewhere to go on Thanksgiving? No. Come to my house. Yeah. I think you, but I'm going to my house. He doesn't want to go to my house. I support But I want to mix it up. And But boy, if I'm four four miles from Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. of course I'm getting a boysenberry pie. You know the story behind boysenberry? I don't. So there was only something like five boysenberry plants left in the world. It was a hybrid made by some botanist. That was doing some kind of. Why does Adrian always know these right. random tidbits? Well, he's a, he's a Knott's guy. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm just a stupid trivia Jeopardy guy. Before Adrian, no, I haven't right got a Jeopardy. And we got to get back to Jeffrey too. Yeah, so anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Jeffrey. But 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 but, but what well, this guy did was he oh, bought the, the pie. Oh no, he bought the boysenberry thing and like he he just went crazy with it, just like the poinsettia guy. Anyway, go ahead. Tell me about the pies. You know what? I like besides I like boys to men also. And boys and berries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a boys to men pie. BBD. A, bo- a boys to berries. How, how does that song end? <laughs> boys to men. BBD. Doop up, doop up. No. Yeah, yeah. How do we I know? Think you got it there, boys. How do me we and the crew used to do her. Uh, <laughs> that's Belle Biv DeVoe. Oh, all right, wrong band. Poison. Okay, all right. So here's what I want to talk about pies. So like, I made a comment one time about pies, and then Jeffrey was like, "Oh, you obviously haven't had." Like a good pie, you are eating frozen pies. Yeah, you're talking shit about pie. I was talking shit about pies. Whoa! Because he brought up like a fifty dollar pie or a forty five dollar pie. You bought a fifty dollar pie? I used to make fifty dollar pies. Fifty dollar pie? Yeah. Uh, What makes a pie worth fifty dollars? Exactly. That's fifty like one dollar cake mixes. So get this, Liz. That was the conversation. So there's a pie (laughs) hole. There's a pie hole in Rancho Cucamonga okay. at Victoria Gardens, and I went there with my wife, and I, I forgot what the pies were. They were like eight bucks a slice or something. They right. were expensive. And I said, how much for the whole pie? I felt like Chris Chris Rock and I'm going to get you, sucker. Like, right. Oh, yeah. How, oh, how much for a rib? You mean CB4? Oh, 50 cents a rib? <laughs> no, so like I'm going to get you. No, I'll, no, take, I'll yeah. take one rib or something like that, right? So anyway. That wasn't I, I'm going to get you, sucker. That it, was. It was I'm going to get you. I never saw CB4. It wasn't yeah, a CB4. It was straight out of, straight out of low, low cash. No. Okay, <laughs> okay listeners, IMDb this. It's on IMDb. All right. So anyway. <laughs> the pie. I asked them how much for a whole pie, and they said $45. Yep. And then I thought, wait a second. I like looked around. I thought, is this the shop that Jeffrey was talking about? And it was. That's the one. It's yeah. Pie Hole. So I used to be the chef at the Pie Hole for oh. like you were the chef. four years. Yeah. So that should you would be say, what you lead with. Like, hi, I was a chef at the Pie Hole. Right. Yeah. You would say, Kevin, hand me a pie tin. And they'd say, yes, chef. And so then someone like, says to me, shut your pie hole. And then I just want to kill myself. <laughs> right. like, How do I know brown. you? And then he's like, I was I'm a chef the at the pie hole. hole. Yeah. I'm the chef at the pie hole. <laughs> that girl is if, out of her mind. <laughs> if anyone has ever made a pie before, yes, you pie. will want to charge $40. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Homemade crust? Liz everything. is making purses out of color forms, and she's charging $350. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. No, I'm not. That's, that's 
what makes a $40 pie different than something at Marie yeah. Callender's? The fact that human hands are touching it as opposed to being stamped out of a machine. Is oh. that is that how Marie Callender pies are I would let your human yes. hands touch my pie hole. That's fair. But yeah, I mean, I think I think anyone that's made a pie before realizes how much time goes into it. And doing that on a scale where it's still made by hand, it's really expensive. Okay, your, so, yeah. your pies take four and a half hours to make? Let me ask you this, Jeffrey. Uh, from start to finish, it would not surprise me if it took that long. Aww. And then you wow. dust it with gold? So <laughs> Gold, Jeffrey. and then... Do you bake for pleasure now? I haven't baked since I left the pie. <laughs> oh, it turns you off. <laughs> can yeah. you make Can you make a forty five dollar pie for me if I had you in my How kitchen? How about if I give Absolutely. you five bucks? Let me get the pan. I know why it's a forty five dollar pie. Because he cuts the slices with a diamond stylus. <laughs> well, I mean, just because it's Rolex doesn't mean that. Right. Should discredit the tools that I use. Well, yeah. yeah this we talked about how this feels like the beginning of Scarface, where they're in the ca- in the in the and the chain link city. Okay, so just so you guys know, I've I haven't seen the whole Scarface. Oh. I think I've only seen the part. I, I've probably seen it from like halfway through. Where he snorts oh, all the coke. Yeah, when he had a mountain of coke, yeah. and he took like a well, handful and he house. threw it in his nose. Right. Wow, you just lost gallons of street cred right there. Yeah. Well. I'm not like a hip hop guy, you know. Oh, you're I mean, not? Like, no. Well, but, yeah, but you know, like all me. the jam in old school. I do. Okay, so I want to say that I've seen Scarface, but why doesn't it re- like reverberate with me? Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, I know. Say I hello feel to my like every friend. time I hear that line, I just want to crawl up inside of a corner and yeah. die. It's yeah. like the most painfully overused. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of things a lot of guys little say in it are, are, are irritating. Okay, right. so let me like, take it back. I just don't remember the what scene you that you're talking to? about. Oh, that's all right. We can let that go. Okay. So what I'm confusing is, and truth be told, this will probably knock off more street cred. I've never seen The Godfather. That's, I've never seen The Godfather either. Do you have like a record needle sound effect? It just right. seems yeah, right, really right. long. Wow. I just don't want to have anything to do you with it. You guys are so wrong and so missing out. All I know is about the horse head in the bed. That's it. That's all that's I know like, about, too. That's like three quarters right. through. That's not even... That's like a very minor part of it. You know that's who not I miss even... right now is Brad Abelson. <laughs> oh, I tried I tried calling Brad Abelson. I know. I saw you yesterday. You tried to call him. I tried calling him when last night. He didn't take my FaceTime. I'm gonna, yeah. uh, let's try it again. Let me tell you, Brad Abelson. Really? Yeah. Listen here, Brad Abelson. I'm going to I'm gonna try FaceTiming him again, and he's going to be like, why is he trying to FaceTime me he's again? He's probably doing a podcast. Yeah. I assume that any one of your friends, once they receive a phone call from you at this point in time, yeah, they know never exactly answer. what's about to they happen. They don't answer. Brad Abelson, we're FaceTiming you right now. So Brad I, Abelson. I, I'm trying, as you can see. Brad Abelson. What Stop I hanging do is, out with your family. So Brad I'm going to do the FaceTime. Yeah. And I'm going to have you guys be the people that see yeah. him when he answers. Aw, Brad if he Abelson answers, he's not answers. He's not answering. I don't think it's going to go through. Brad, what happens if we were, like, stranded on the side of the road right now? We needed your help, and you're the only person we could reach. <gasps> oh, see? Oh, he didn't Brad do it. Abelson. Sounds like we're going to die on the I'm side gonna of the road. I'm going to call him out now. Is he, like, he must Brad. be, like, some bougie Emmy winning yeah. Emmy I'm sorry, winning you're producer like, oh, eating $40 pies. Yeah. You tried, whatever. Look at me, I'm an animator. Look at me, the right. minions. Do do He's got like minions. a family and people. I was, and stuff. He, I, he's like a guy. With I was people. on the Simpsons. Yeah, I like. Do you like know the Simpsons? I, I like did some of that stuff. I'm Brad Abelson. I'm Brad Abelson. I'm a princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Well, the line looks like it's actually moving, believe I it or not. I think they're probably, the I think they're probably, they have got to be close to selling out. I mean, they only had 300 mugs. Well, there's people still standing in line, so. No, it's because those people are crazy. No, 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 no crazy. I'm sorry. Good good on you guys. Yeah. Good on you. They're, uh, Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Well, Shag's going to be here at 6.30 to sign they're these completists. mugs. They're completists. Yeah. Yes. I thought he was so, supposed to be here when the event started. Aloha. Can you imagine coming at 4 o'clock to buy your mug and you have to wait till 6.30? Sticky Boss Ross. What are we talking about right now? This is Ross. Hey, Ross. Hi, Ross. Going on, Boris. Yeah. I'm Liz. Hey, Liz. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your name, sir? Uh, this is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He's, he's Very the nice pie, to meet he's you. He's the pie hole guy. This is Arthur. I know Jeffrey and Arthur. Je- Jeffrey's a pie hole. What's a pie hole? What you eating? What just you eating? ask. I was him. eating tacos. Oh, so, thanks. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> I'd rather be the taco. I was just hole. talking to somebody in the bar, and a piece of cilantro came out of my mouth. <laughs> How beautiful! And, la- I'm, and I was pretty sure it landed on her arm. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent sure. And she has a lot of tattoos. And I'm looking at her arm. It's dark in there. And I'm going, shit, is that cilantro or tattoo? <laughs> so I'm like, do I not say anything? You know what? Do I she, pretend if, I didn't see it? But I'm like, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm going to be like, I, I, would, start beating I think on her there arm, might be right. cilantro on your arm that came out of my mouth. <laughs> I would just say that the cork ceiling was starting to fall apart. And he <laughs> fell on her arm. I would say if she has a cilantro tattoo, then she deserves to have cilantro. She deserves her life. Yes. I was actually like, that's impressive if that's a tattoo. But Fish, it totally you wasn't a, a tattoo. tattooed on you. Yeah. It was just cilantro from your and mouth. so she peels it off. And then I'm apologizing like, oh, I'm sorry. And I knock my tacos all over the place. <laughs> oh, shit. Mark... And pick Ross. them. That's okay. Whatever. I can be Mark. <laughs> Mark Ross. You can be whoever you want. There's probably a Mark behind me somewhere. One, I'm sorry. I was Mark. thinking boss. John Boy. I was thinking boss for some reason. <laughs> okay, that works. Yeah, Ross. Right. So I didn't mean to hijack the conversation with tacos and cilantro. Ross. It's a lot more exciting than talking about pie holes. Let me tell you. Well, I'm gonna, uh, and now hey, I just escaped by that. saying, hey, I'm going to go throw this away and hopefully <laughs> never, ever come back. Don't spill right. the contents right. anymore. Anyway, i got to go back. Aloha, everybody. Aloha. Aloha. Bye, Ross. I want to talk about Arthur because when the moon gets stuck between the, or when he gets stuck between the moon and, and New, New York, York City. City. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you find Arthur. That's where you find him. That's where he's at. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, you know what? I asked Jeffrey one time. I said, you know, every time I see Arthur, he's fabulous. Yep. What happened to you? <laughs> you know, I think the same thing all the time. Are you guys? But, you know what though? I'm Arthur's, just kidding. Arthur, Arthur's just the only kidding. one that has picked up a uh, like a hotel robe from God knows where at Tiki Oasis. I want to tell you, man. And everywhere that he wears it, everybody's just like, that He's is fabulous. the most fucking amazing fucking thing fabulous. I've ever you know seen. I'm going to call him on his bullshit because he is wearing white after Labor Day. So. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, but is that, it why that refers to pants only. Oh, okay. oh, oh pants oh, only. See, I didn't know I that. Thought- Yet we're in. But you know a why? Look, Arthur's fabulous panted. because he's a fashion designer, right? So he can he can tell you that you're wrong. Oh, he knows I'm wrong. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say like, w- with our room party at Tiki Oasis, Arthur was one of our greeters. You know, and Absolutely. people came in. He was greeting them so gracefully and putting a lay on them. And I thought, what? How come you didn't tell me about this? This I is didn't awesome. know about this. I mean, Arthur, Arthur has been living the corporate life of sorts for ever since he graduated from art school. And it was like what last week? <laughs> you guys look like you're twelve. So wait, 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 yesterday, yeah. Wait a second. You uh, went to art school. You didn't go to like a, a FITM or anything like that. You went to art. Oh, private, private high, high school. school. High school. 
art school. Which which school did you go to? Otis, Otis oh, College. Otis, of yeah, Design. yeah. Johnny Johnny Valor went to Otis. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. You're in good company. So I'm gonna I'm fist bumping I'm fist bumping some of my friends. And they're double fisting, by the way. That's what you have to do. Double fisting. Avoid the line. Stereo vision. Yeah, tell me that there's Sapporo in that. I wouldn't want to lie to you, brother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, tacos are starting to smell really good. <laughs> it's it. So there you go. With Arthur greeting, I mean, Arthur st- like kind of taking a step up and really taking on the role of of greeter and and uh, so on at the the room party was, I think. Open Arthur's eyes is to. It was the icing on the pie hole. I have it to was say the that pie the hole icing, but also oh, I mean, hospitality. Everyone's famous for getting paid zeros and zeros of dollars for doing the most amount of work. I know. And when you are immediately in that place and time and welcoming people into a space that they're about to thoroughly enjoy, that's that's the currency. If you have a product, service, or event that you'd like to bring attention to, we can help. Imagine hearing your ad in this spot, just like you're hearing this one right now. Sponsor an episode and get the exposure you deserve. For more information, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on Services. Alrighty, we are back with one of my favorite people, David Badgero. Aloha. Aloha. So, for our listeners that don't know, I met David in the Tiki Tea. Yes. How did we meet? Do you remember? I just remember Absolutely. it was a Tiki Tea. Absolutely. Uh, I was there uh, specifically for Salute Night one night on the Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was actually, it was one of the last times I was going to be at the Tiki Tea for a while. Yeah. And so, it was one of the, it was sort of on my bucket list was to come down and, and do, do the whole Wednesday night experience at the Tea. So, what happened was we met. And we hung out for a little bit, and then you told me that you were moving to Canada. That's right. And so, so Dave took a job up in Canada, and then I kind of said, I, I gently nudged you over to the shameful Tiki mm-hmm. Room. What did you think of that? It was amazing. Yeah, you you actually um, sent a message to Rod Moore. Yes. And that was amazing. It was so great. Like, well, because I, I told him, I said, hey, I have a friend that's moving up there. Yeah. And I didn't know if you knew anybody that was up there in Canada. Right. Yep. And, and so I said, hey, uh, you should see my friend Dave. He's going to come in. And I, did I tell you to go make sure and look for him or ask yeah. for him or something? Yep. I, that's what I thought. And, you know, he's he just opened a new bar. Really? So he opened the Shameful Tiki Room in Toronto. Absolutely. But recently he just opened a new uh, bar slash restaurant called the Dark Manor Inn. Ooh. It's oh, like, yeah. It's that's like, right. um, would you call it like a haunted mansion yes, themed? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he's one. got mugs that they're they have like tombstones or something on yep. them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's been in the Vancouver Sun up there. They've been talking about it. This uh, this opening. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yep. now, I know that you just got back mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Yes. Right. I think you told me you've been back for two months. Yep. How long were you up there total? I was up there three and a half years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. Yep. How yeah. how different was it? I mean, coming from Southern California, were you prepared for the weather? <laughs> well, you know, that's the. I think that's one of the misconceptions is when uh, people think of Canada, they think of cold, and um, okay. it's a, it's a rather you know, even though this is kind of a joking thing to say, it's like the Vancouver. I would say is like the tropic. A lot of people refer to it as the tropics of Canada or the. Oh, Florida. do they really? Yeah, 
uh, because and it's really true. I mean, it doesn't really get cold there. It's uh, it's, it hangs around pretty moderate temperature. And so there's it, like no snow or anything. Uh, sometimes the snow is like okay. maybe two weeks out of the year. It so rains a lot. <laughs> the last company that I worked for had an office in Richmond. Mm, yeah. Were you close to there? Oh, definitely, very close. So there's an IKEA over there. Yes, there is. <laughs> and it was a little bit different than the IKEAs over here because mm. I remember thinking, "Oh, I'm going to go to IKEA for lunch," and they didn't have any food, which was really disappointing. <laughs> no Swedish but, meatballs. <laughs> yeah, but but what I really loved was the seafood. Mm. So oh, not at IKEA, not at IKEA. Yeah, in so, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, it's the best so, you'll ever have in uh, in a, in North America, I think. I agree with you. Yeah, I went. I used to go to this place called Sushiyama. Okay. Have you been there? I don't think I have. They Sounds had good. these giant slabs of sashimi. Oh, my God. And for like $7, you got these giant slabs that were like half an inch thick, Ooh. and they were probably five inches long. Wow. Right? And you, you can't get anything like that here. I remember coming home and wanting sushiyama, and no one compared. Because the, yeah. not only was the fish not portioned the same mm-hmm. it just wasn't as fresh yeah yeah you know? certainly yeah yeah it's it's the uh it's the haven of fish up there it's the yeah. best you'll have yeah yeah but the, so the shameful tiki room i should say real quick uh, yeah yeah let's talk about holy it. cow like i was so impressed i was so impressed i and the funny thing is is like just to finish what we were saying earlier um it's funny that you had i'm sorry like, I, I go on a tangent oh, sometimes. Yeah, no problem <laughs> uh, you had messaged you know rod about yeah, me and yeah. then like you gave me his info yeah i messaged rod and then it, the timing worked out that right when I moved up to there is when he moved over to Toronto to be there oh, on the ground wow. to make the Toronto Shameful Tiki Room. Okay. So I had been experiencing his bar for about a year and just messaging him saying, like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, this yeah. place is great. And finally, like a year, because he's in, he's in this band called the Hang 10 Hangmen. Hang 10 Hangmen. And uh, so there was one Saturday, there they were. And it's like, oh my goodness, like there he is. Okay. Yeah. And so I finally got to go up to him, like, hey man, it's fine, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talking to him, I was like, wow, this guy's like one of my heroes. Because yeah. we talked briefly about I'm sure you you talk about this on the podcast as well, but like we were talking a little bit about like tiki bar philosophy and like what, what the do's and don'ts of, yeah, of running yeah, a tiki yeah. bar correctly. And um you know, I kind of just let him talk about it and at the end of it I was like, God bless you, man. Like I wish I could open a bar just like you. It's awesome because you know, when I went up there, mm. I as a, as a longtime tiki yeah. file, yeah. I have to be honest that I was I had a very high expectation. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in, I was ready to just start knocking things down and saying like, <laughs> "Oh, the music's wrong or the decor's wrong sure. or something's wrong," right? But they ticked off all the boxes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the thing I think the one of the things I respected the most about Rod's philosophy was and, uh, you know, it really kind of got a little too big for its britches, that place, in terms of it got really popular really quickly. Okay. Because it's very, very good. Yeah. And wait time started to get astronomically big, like okay. the three-hour waits to get wow. in. Wow. And so they started doing this thing where they had uh, kind of like a limited time, and a lot of tiki bars do this now, like a limited time that you're allowed to be there. Yeah. And, you know, they, they do a whole thing where, like, if, if there's... If it turns out that there's going to be a uh, table available, you can pre-book another table yeah, <laughs> to yeah. extend your time. But Rod said something that I thought was really brilliant, which was because uh, I asked him about that, and he's like, "Well, you know," he goes, "This rest- this tiki bar is a sitting room only. There's it's there's no standing. Okay, and uh, it's part of the, just the way their license works. Okay, but he said, you know, 
Like, I would rather people have to go leave and come back another day than have the place be like hideously crowded and nobody have any good time. Like, right, he's right, like, I'd rather have right. a smaller amount of people have a great time. And I'm like, that's great. Like, that's yeah, I think that's really yeah. good. And um, you know, not, nothing against Smuggler's Cove. I love Smuggler's yeah, Cove, yeah, but yeah. he was using that as an example of overcrowding. And he was like, yeah, he goes, I think the Smugglers will let itself go kind of double capacity sometimes because yeah. they can. He's like, but I don't know about that. He's like, I think then you end up shoulder to shoulder and maybe a little uncomfortable. So, yeah, he, I was like, I thought that was really interesting that he went that way. Let me ask you, now, just talking about Vancouver, mm-hmm. did you grow up in Southern California? Uh, no, I grew up in Michigan, actually. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How long were you here before you moved up to Canada? Uh, 14 years. Okay, so you had already gotten adjusted to the weather and the culture and all Absolutely. that. How different was it? Uh, you know, not not very different. I mean, you know, the the sort of like West Coast culture kind of extends all the way all up the way into up. Canada. Yeah, and um, I w- I would say that it kind of has a little more in common with Portland than it does with maybe Southern California, but it's still a very similar vibe. Okay, and uh, it's a relaxed attitude. Um, it's 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 interesting because it's a sort of metropolitan city, but yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, and so it's kind of got a little bit of everything for everyone. It's like a little bit of Portland, a little bit of Seattle. Yeah, so yeah. When I would go up on business, one of the things that I noticed was it feels very much like America mm. because the Canadians, they don't speak very different from us. Mm. Uh, the only thing that was different for me was uh, obviously the money is Canadian money. Mm-hmm. And then you're measuring everything in kilometers. Yeah. And... <laughs> um, what were some of the like other the rest things? of the world, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, because we're the only ones here yeah. who don't use kilometers, exactly. And uh, and I just remember thinking, oh yeah, I got to remind myself that I am not in America. Yeah. Um, but they yeah, still drive on the right side of the road. They still so. drive on the right side <laughs> of the road, and everything else seemed very much the same. Yeah. Um, I just remember, like I mentioned it before, and I don't want to sound redundant. The mm-hmm. the, the, the food just seemed so much. Fresher. Oh yeah. yeah, it's outrageous. The food, so mostly fish. Yeah, I want to talk about just just to get our listeners to get to know you. Yeah, certainly. Because I'm a little bit jealous about your background uh, because you sound like you're living the dream. Like uh, the, so let's talk about what you do, okay, and what brought you to Canada and what brought you back. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm a character animator uh, in feature animation. Okay. Uh, Can I, you talk about any of the projects that you've worked on in the past? Sure. Or, yeah. Okay. I uh, was, I got my start in television actually working on South Park. Okay. And then I uh, transitioned to DreamWorks Animation. And uh, I'd worked on several films like uh, How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda 2, um, and Rise of the Guardians, and movies like that. Uh, I kind of wanted to change my direct career up. Uh, within animation, there's many different uh, disciplines. And I, was, I had the job of what's called a layout artist, but I wanted to be an animator. And the animators okay. are you know, sort of the actors of, of the show. And so that was what motivated me to go up to Canada. Uh, Sony Imageworks is up there, and so I went up there to animate on several films up there like uh, the Smurfs film and Angry Birds and small, most recently Smallfoot and um, and regrettably the Emoji movie. <laughs> and, uh, well, I don't know anything about that movie. so. <laughs> and then I went out to the East uh, Coast uh, for a little bit to work Oh, at- I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. I was in New York. Uh, there's an animation studio there called Blue Sky Studios okay. and they make like the Ice Age movies. All right. And I worked on uh, two shows there. And then uh, just recently, I was called back to DreamWorks to kind of do what I set out to do in the first place, which was animate. And so, so now uh, here I am. I've got a ton of questions about this because 
So, number one, one of my questions is, how competitive is it? Uh, it's pretty competitive. Is it? Yeah. Uh, especially now, because there's uh, there's like a lot of online schools that facilitate a lot of youngsters like coming in, like younger than ever before. Yeah. And so, um, for the guys that are, you know, in their 30s, which sounds young, yeah. but like, you know, now we're competing against kids that are like in their 20s coming out of, wow. coming out of school and just like... And they're really good. And they're killing it. Yeah. And so um, it's a fairly competitive circuit, I would say. Uh, and it's, you know, it took me years just to break into it on the animation side. So um, really depends on what you want to do. If you don't want to be an animator, it's a little easier. Okay. <laughs> but it's still not easy. And as a tiki person, so this is another related question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing anything like in this genre, doing art for this community? Uh, I uh, not me personally. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I have some some friends that do that and whatnot. Okay. But uh, you know, it's funny because like animation and tiki kind of has a little Venn diagram crossover, yeah. especially in the '90s. Like you okay. see a lot of those guys that uh, were making shows in the '90s that were really you know tiki guys. You yeah. Know, like uh, John Krasilewski was probably one of the most you know he well, loved, loved. We know the whole people tiki that scene. are they're they're animators that are. They're full-fledged tiki people, mm. and they're working on projects that everybody's heard of. Mm. You know, I mean, like I've mentioned friends before that uh, maybe I shouldn't mention his name outright, but but you know, he's worked on The Simpsons, he's working on, he's done the Minions and things like that, right? Yeah. Anyway, like you know, he's a full-fledged tiki guy, mm. you know, and he does tiki stuff too. You know? yeah. So, well, it's funny, like me, uh, me and another big tiki file friend of mine, Jessica Forer. We were just talking uh, to this uh, this afternoon about how there's this major crossover that sort of bleeds from the epicenter of animation, which is Disney. Yeah. And how, you know, the Walt Disney himself, like right when Disneyland opened, you had the Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. Uh, and that's really ingrained in the tiki culture. Yeah. Like the yeah. sort of like the, the pop culture of tiki. Yeah. yeah. And how, uh, yeah. And, um, and yeah, and guys like Shag and whatnot. I mean, like yeah, Shag's at the Savannah. He's yeah, wearing yeah, literally yeah. A, a a necklace, like a medallion, that's from the the Enchanted Tiki Garden. So right. that just shows you how there's this crossover. And then you have you know you have like animated films that sort of cross over into tiki a little bit. And guys like Chris Sanders and you know who are really into it. They make movies like Lilo and Stitch. And so yeah. there's this sort of uh, blend. You know, have uh, you done any tiki art? Uh, no, not me personally. And you've never Shamefully. had like a, a have you never had an interest or anything? I have, yeah. Well, just, oh, you have, okay. Yeah, I just need to do it. <laughs> you just have to just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jess makes more tiki art than I do. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I would be interested in seeing because I know that, dude, if you're moving from country to country mm. to do what you do, you've got to be talented. Mm. And I haven't actually like, I mean, I just, I just know you from hanging out at bars yeah <laughs> so i haven't seen your art and i'm actually excited about seeing it huh. no it's interesting because we're sort of like more like puppeteers you know we're okay. the ones that move the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the movie there's like an army of people that are helping support that yeah but uh but yeah i should really i should really do that i mean as much as i love tiki i'm surprised i don't have anything that's i am out too there. so yeah so now i want to talk about tonga hut because yeah. We're here at the 60th anniversary. Absolutely. And I am under the impression, and I don't know for sure, but I'm under the impression that you're one of the Dreaming Bastards. I am. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about that experience. Tell me about that. How long did it take you to get to that? It was super fun. I uh, I think I did it in just over seven months. Okay. Uh, I completed it uh, just uh, five years ago from yesterday, actually. And, okay. Uh, 
uh, that was that was my completion date. Yeah, like sort of November 2013. All right. Uh, it was super cool. I was, and you know, when we were in line trying to come into this event today, uh, me and one of the guys in line had a whole chat about how it's really it can be many things, but for me it was an educational experience. I think for many it's an educational it is, experience because yeah. you get a chance, and you know, from for me personally, it's like half the drinks I kind of knew, but the other half were total mysteries, and it's a great chance to expand your palate. And if you're willing to do the research, you can. What I what I did when I did it, I I had like a little blog yeah. that I did where yeah. I tracked each drink that I did, and I loved. I would look up the recipe before I would go in and drink it. Then I, you know, the next time I returned, and uh, it's it's really cool. It's a, it's a good way to learn about kind of what you like, what you don't like in the in the tiki palette. You know, right, right. So, Do you remember what your favorite one was? You know, my favorite one when I first did the what when I did it was pieces of eight. Okay. And uh, that's side of a sweet, sour drink. I thought that one was really awesome. Uh, although I saved a lot of the classics for last because they were, I were already a lot of my faves. Okay. Um, the Trader Vic Grog has since become one of my favorites. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, that was that was a fun time. Do you remember what your least favorite one was? Oh, absolutely. It's it's the same as everyone's. Everyone, uh, there's a drink called the Beachcombers Gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone hates so, that drink. <laughs> you know what's funny is, have you had the Beachcombers Gold at Don the Beachcomber? No. So when Don the Beachcomber was open in Huntington Beach or Sunset Beach, mm. I actually liked it. Yeah? Yeah, and it was different from the Beachcomber's Grove that, that was served here. Right. So the one in the Grog Log, I guess, was all booze, but the one that was served in Huntington Beach was it had a different recipe. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of stumped me why everybody hated it here, you know? And then I learned later on that, well, it's a different drink. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, like... Um uh, no slight against Sangahut or anything, but uh, some of the, some of the recipes can be a little different depending on what you're yeah, having. Yeah, I think the most prime example is, uh, and that changes from bar to bar. Yeah, well, yeah. you go to Tiki Tea and you have the 151 Swizzle. Yeah, and I I love the drink there. Yeah, but the 151 Swizzle at Sangahut, I'm not a big fan of. It's different. So yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Do you remember what you finished on? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I made sure to finish on the Scorpion because I had like a oh, couple friends with me, okay. and uh, we all I, I wanted to get it in a bowl so we could all share it together okay. for like right. the end of the big challenge. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Sid Thomas was the one who gave me my medallion, and yeah, yeah. You know, like he also put my uh, plaque up on the wall and everything. So now, what does your name say on the plaque? Yeah, it's, it's uh, my last name is Badgero, so it's right. uh, Badger Rum. Oh, okay. And it's like a little tiki-faced badger on there. And when you were up in Vancouver, they also have a rum list, right? Now, did do. you do that? No. So, oh, uh, you didn't? Okay. Yeah, and it's just because at the time I wasn't really into tasting rums, you know, like or sipping rums, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and that was their whole thing. It's, they, they have a passport system where you drink rums from around the world. Right. And uh, you kind of stamp the passport as you go. Right. They, so, uh, Shay Dogan, he is the lead bartender there. Uh, he just reached out to me the other day because now they are basically doing their own version of the bastard challenge. Okay. Where you can like drink your way through the menu, and so he was, you know, he started chatting with me about like how does you know how does it work at Tonga? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What's the deal? And uh, they're doing a similar thing where it's like time based and whatnot. Right. But there's a few like uh, Holly Pele in Portland. They do that as well. So that's the new thing. So a lot of these <laughs> bars, and I get it. So what they're doing is they're they're it's kind of like a loyalty program, right? They want people to come back to the bar. So yep. I understand that. And so they've got it happening at Smuggler's Cove. They've got it happening at Holly Pele. They've got it happening here, um, and nameless other bars. Some of the bars actually don't have it happening, but people are doing it anyway. Like, for example, at the Tiki Tea, people are just trying to... 
to get through the menu. Yeah. Right now, right. I don't know if you've ever considered doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to. It's I. I, I, I don't to. know if it guarantees your name on the wall, but I mean, like by going there and and just going there regularly to do that, you probably get your name on the wall anyway because you become a regular. Oh yeah. You know? I have I have a, so much respect for all the names on the wall. For me, it's yeah. like a. It's like playing a Where's Waldo game of the Who's Who. Right, Tiki. right, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, there's the Kates from uh, Smuggler's Cove, yeah, and yeah. there's you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on the wall three times, not to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rod and Adrian from Shameful Tiki, they're on the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. Yeah. yeah. So you need to try to get your name on the wall too. But I mean, like, and only because I want to hang out with you some more. Right? <laughs> So, well, because I don't get to Tonga Hut as much as I get to the Tiki Tea, even absolutely. though I love the Tonga Hut. Tonga Hut's a great sponsor on the podcast. You know, the thing with me is, I know that there's a lot of bad drinks mm -hmm. in that book, mm -hmm. and that's no one's fault. That right. Those are just documented recipes. Yeah. Um, but to me, that's part of kind of the. Yeah. I, I kind of enjoy it because it's like it gives you that, you know, you, you know, it's like that hurt that you know is coming, and you're prepared right, for yeah, it. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, I know that there's not going to be some. Give me some ones that are gonna hurt. Was place. there anything that surprised you about going through that? Um, hmm. Was there like something that you found that you liked that you never thought that you would like, or something that you thought you would like and you yeah. thought, "Wow, I expected to enjoy that," yep. and I think it's horrible. Absolutely. The and you know everyone's taste is different, but I can specifically remember uh, I was about to try the Bulu, and okay. I thought Bulu was gonna be really great, and I didn't like it. And uh, also, there's like uh, Outrigger. Which okay. I read the ingredients and thought it would, I wasn't going to dig it, but digged it. And so, yeah, like things like that, where it's just, and, and really, like I was saying before, it's, that's the educational part of this right. list. Is, uh, so when you said that you finished on the scorpion, that surprised me because a lot of people finish on the bulu. Really? Yeah, oh. because they bring in, that's the one of the pineapple, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they want to finish with the pineapple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. I For me, it was a, a lot. It was just a community thing. Like the scorpion is such a famous community drinking bowl that I knew that I would have like a gang there with me, and so it was like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. let's all be yeah. able to like put a ton of straws in it and like drink at the same time. <laughs> I've been here on some nights when people are doing their last drink, yeah, and they'll cater food. Oh yeah, they'll bring in like a whole buffet of food and feed the whole bar. Oh yeah, which I think is super cool. And and they'll ask you if you you basically call ahead of time. And and I don't know how it still works since mine was five years ago. But when I was doing it, they used to tell me like when you know you're going to finish your drink, your list, uh, give us a call. Okay. And then so I gave them the call. Then they ask you um, if you would like basically if you want to do like ceremony or no ceremony. <laughs> oh really? Because and, there's some people that don't want to do that. Yeah, some people just want to like finish the thing, get, yeah, get the yeah. medallion, and then move on. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you say you want to do it, they will announce it, and yeah. they will actually put the word out and say, "Hey, bastards! Like we have a new bastard joining us on uh, on yeah, Sunday yeah. or whatnot." Yeah. And then uh, you know a lot of people come. They wear their fezes, you know, yeah. and uh, and Tonga Tom will come out and he'll take the big photo with he you. He was and the, the group. first one. So yeah. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you are back in California. I'll be <laughs> honest with you, man. I thought we lost you. Uh -huh. And I thought, so the thing is, when we met, you know, we became fast friends. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a bummer that you moved away to me. I mean, yeah. I, I was like thinking, 
Oh man, I was just getting to know that dude. So I'm happy that you're back. Yeah, thank you. And me too. yeah, and continued success to you. I mean, like, I wish the best for you. Thanks. I'm so happy that you're here. Yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks so much. It's an honor for me. If people want to see your work, Ooh. are you on social media? Uh, I am. I don't put a lot of my uh, animation oh, they don't. work. Okay, okay. But, you uh, don't. If, okay. if you want to follow my tiki doings, uh, I'm Badger Phone on Instagram. Okay, like Badger F O N E. And uh, that's and some you know very rarely there's artwork on there. It's mostly pictures of tiki bars. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe you should start doing some tiki art so that we can yeah. see what you're you know. I mean, because I know that you, dude. If you're moving from country to country, you got to be a talented guy. So oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. So I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Adrian. I really appreciate you letting Dave, me come on I'm, the show. I'm happy that you're here. Yeah. And so we got to have get more hang time together. Yeah. Maybe so, we'll do this again sometime. We yeah. Can chat yeah. About for more sure. Tiki. We'll do this. For, we'll do this for sure. I'd love that. Cool. Actually, like what I'd love to do is. If you have other artists that you work with, mm -hmm. we should all do a show together. That's true. I actually sit next to a guy, Ryan Page, and uh, there's another guy, Mike Amos, and they're they are full of blast tiki guys. They have like even at work, they have like massive tiki mug collections, yeah. and uh, they're they're full into the culture. Oh, so, that's awesome! Yeah. There you go. There's yeah, the you know, animation like, tiki co crossover. You, you guys are doing the stuff that I always wish I could do because you know, <laughs> like I'm this I'm this guy that you know I'm a creative at heart, but. Uh, you know, I followed the money. I wanted the tech field, and it just wasn't something that I connected well, with. You know, no like, one will ever blame me for following the money. So. Well, you know, I had a family that I was trying uh, to trying to support. There you go. But, you know, eh, now I'm doing a podcast for a living. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're living the tiki life, and isn't that great? Isn't that great? Yeah, I think we're both living the dream right now. Nice. So yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you David. very much. Appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. Cheers. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Tea. Founded in 1961, the Tiki Tea is a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar practicing the lost art of exotic cocktail mixing. Come try their house specialty, the Ray's Mistake, a delicious concoction of botanic liqueurs, passion fruit, gin, and rum for only $6 on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. The Tiki Tea is located at 4427 Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. The Tiki Tea, ground zero for tropical drinks. Okay, folks, we are back. And we've got a new group of folks here. We are with Sarah, one of the Tiki Hi. addicts. And one of our favorites, Tiki Boss. Hello, hello, hello. And this is our friend Mark. Mark hey, everybody. is one of the one of the original drilling bastards, if I'm correct. Uh, not one of the original bastards, but certainly um, an, an old and well patinaed. And well, Patina—that's that's a nice way to um, say that. A patron of, Tiki, of Tonga Hut way before all this happened. <laughs> Mark was coming to the Tonga Hut back in the nineties. Dang. Yeah, before it was wow, what it is today. Can I just was, like give him a round of applause? That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. It was a beer bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Mark is going to be starting up his own podcast. Okay. Yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks, Adrian. It's great to be here. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Mark. It's a great time. Good to meet you. So, so that's interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adrian. No, I was just going to give you guys a little bit of background. Um, so Mark is one of our Southern California people. And Tiki Boss here is from Phoenix. 
All right, welcome. He, he drove a long way. He drove to a long be way here. to be here for this this celebration. And he's Sarah's, my favorite. Sarah, oh, no, I thought I was your favorite. <laughs> well, he's, number two favorite. Yeah, he's my second favorite. I can be like, favorite in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sarah's from Redlands, so she's out by yeah. where I am. Oh, very good. Even okay. the Redlands is like twenty miles yeah. from me. Yeah. Isn't that it crazy? It takes about almost forty minutes to get to your house. That's crazy. Yeah. Because to me, like everywhere in the Inland Empire should be close. Exactly. Right? 40 that minutes? Kind of That's yeah. nuts. Every time um, I Google Maps it or anything, it always says about 35 to 40 minutes depending on traffic. Traffic now is getting insane. So. It is. But here's a fun fact. Sarah lives in an old Victorian house and it's haunted. <laughs> oh, you suck. I heard that. I heard that on the podcast, actually. Yeah, really? yeah see? Yeah. She's, there's this little girl that shows up in her mirror. Oh, uh, don't start that. Oh, little boy, little boy. <laughs> I was just listening to one of your episodes about all crazy the stories. ghosts and all that kind of stuff that you like to talk about. <laughs> so He you know, has literally scared the shit out of me listening yeah, to really? his podcast. Yeah. I don't buy any of it. Well, because my okay, my whole life revolves around ni- 18, 19. Well, okay, that's buildings. a little different for you then. That makes I've, sense. Yeah. I've been to her house before. And I'll tell you, I've stood at the bottom of her staircase and looked up into this dark cavern. I hate you. <laughs> and I thought, I ain't going up there. You know, and and <laughs> oh, she I has to climb you. up there every night. She's going to do that tonight. You're going to stand at the bottom of that I staircase, you, and you're going to look up at that dark black hole. <laughs> now, see, and that going to know the shit out of me. that you got to climb up there. No, stop it. I'm trying to get him to stay with us in December. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going now. <laughs> but no, she, he wants to see the mission in lights for yo, Christmas. Yo, mission in lights. Yeah. Hey, when you guys do that, tell me because I want to go to that. Yes, it's so much fun. Oh, you it's awesome. Make, I go like, to it every little, year. Yeah. You know, they, they set up an ice skating rink and all that yeah. around the corner. Yeah. I've never been. Is, oh, it's, is it's it fun? Amazing. It's totally. Yeah. Have you been if there, Mark? If you want to stay at Adrian's the house. Mission, like, mission in Lights. Well, I have not seen that. Where is it? It's in Riverside. She's real close. The Mission Inn is an old hotel in Riverside. Nice to have options. Yeah. Who designed that hotel? What else did he design? Okay, so I'll tell you the history that I know. So the owner of the Mission Inn... He went around the world collecting amazing, like, artifacts and pieces from everywhere. So, Italy, Barcelona, Spain, anywhere you can think of around the world. So, the hotel is actually, um, every section is from all over the world, like, what he collected. And presidents have stayed there. Yeah. And they have, I think it's, like... Over 50,000 lights. I think it's maybe even up to 100,000 lights now. Uh, Christmas lights. They have these huge nutcrackers out front. It's just really beautiful. And, like, it's a one-of-a-kind experience. You know? And so, How long has that been going on? I don't well, know. I don't know. It's been every Years. year for a long yeah. time. And there's this, this hotel in Norco called the Norconian. Do you know the Norconian? No, I don't. So the Nocornian was also designed by the same guy who designed the Mission Inn. Okay. Huell Hauser did an episode on the Norconian. Okay. And it's still there. It's actually a county jail right now because okay. it went through all kinds of iterations. Like it was a playground for the rich and famous at one time. There was, uh, there was um, you know, Lucille Ball had a property around there, which is wow. actually, I could walk to it from my house. That's so cool. And... They had a lake and people would, you know, they would have water sports. And this hotel was this grand old Art Deco hotel. 
And then over the years, it transformed to a naval hospital, and it's actually now a county penitentiary. How strange is that? This historic hotel. And the weird thing is that this hotel still has the old Art Deco style and design to it. But the, yeah. the hotel has actually become dilapidated because they're spending all their money in the county jail side, which is uh, the buildings that were added later on. You know, so do you guys watch Will Hillhauser at all? Oh, yeah. I love yeah, Hillhauser. Sure. Isn't he great? He's like, great, man. When I watch what he did for a living, I thought, that is my dream job. Yeah. I think I would really enjoy that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about him a lot on the podcast, too. Like. Dude, he's, he's, I was watching him this morning during breakfast. I was watching the Poinsettia episode where he went out to these Poinsettia farms. He's talking about the whole history of Poinsettias and how they got started. And, you know, it started in the mid-1800s. There was a guy that went down to Mexico, saw them, and thought, oh, this is a beautiful plant. He brought it back here to the United States. And, and he, I guess he was like an ambassador for the United States and the Mexico. Oh, wow. And, and he started... I guess, like, as a botanist, like he was an amateur botanist, he started breeding them, and it became this Christmas thing that he started handing out for Christmas. And now, and, and so what Hillhauser did is he visited one of the plants out here in, or farms, I should say, out here in Southern California that has greenhouses full of poinsettias, and they, they do it year-round, and that's what they do. And all the poinsettias that come out of there go all over the country to all the different grocery stores and, you know... Home Depots and things like that all over the country. So it's crazy shit you can pick up just from watching this. Stuff. So where do you watch this on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. yeah. All the episodes are on YouTube. Yeah. Adrian, I mean, you're a pervert. Because I watch you, Hauser. I notice I didn't disagree. Well, I didn't either. You watch a guy every morning. But I was thinking like. Because of Huel Hauser? No, I'll, I'll admit to being a pervert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Huel was great. Huel had a really he had a, a really good pulse on um, on California and California history, right? So there was an episode that was I thought was really cool called the Caliente Grade. Oh, really? And that's up in Tehachapi, and that's where uh, there's a, a train loop. So a train, you can see this thing. They have mile long trains, and you can and the train does this crazy loop to get altitude to go to cross the Tehachapi. Oh. Interesting. They because had to be mountain It can't range. go uphill, so right. it has to do a loop. Yeah, and he was up there, you know, with the wind blowing, and he's got his mic, and and you see the, you, in fact, you see the tail end of the train here, and the front of the train is up here. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like doing this, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. One of the things that he did, which is, I guess, the whole point of his show, is to show things in California that most people would never appreciate. Right. Yeah. Right. So, one of the places he went to was Oceanic Arts, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And for a long time, people were saying, you should do a Tiki episode. And he yeah. finally caved and said, okay, I'll do a Tiki episode. And he went right. to Oceanic Arts, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that was fun. That was So, you want to know it. a fun fact? Yeah. There was actually, like, a mini version of Oceanic Arts in San Bernardino. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? Yeah. It just opened up, and we have been one. So Randall just joined me. If you guys want to know, aloha. <laughs> yo yo, Tiki Land. <laughs> yo yo, I love it. <laughs> Tiki what Land. up, Randall? Aloha, <laughs> Randall. And Randall Booga, actually Booga. sent me this <laughs> Facebook post, and I'm like, "Where is this?" He's like, "Oh, San Bernardino." I'm like, "Wow, okay." I wait, wait. Know Do about they this. sell all the same kind of stuff? Yeah. Same stuff. Yeah, they sell the same stuff. I, I went down there to uh, get the front end, worked on my Mustang. 
and the shop's not there anymore. <laughs> and now they, they sell all, all the uh, tiki stuff, a lot of the, the bamboo, the wall coverings. Nice. Chapa, everything. I'm trying, to remember the, I'm trying to remember the name, though. I can't remember it. Some rinky-dink little place, but I'm, I'm wanting to check it out because it looks really cool. So... Our friend Randall, who just joined the podcast, he's actually a brewer, and he works in a brewery in Temecula. <laughs> Garage brewing. Garage brewing. So No longer Hangar 24, unfortunately. But no, we're not going to give them a shout-out at all, because <laughs> they dissed brewing. us. Because I know they were good to Randall when he was there, but then they dissed us when we tried to go back. So. So I'm not going to give him a shout out at all. So <laughs> I turn my back to you, <laughs> Hangar 24. But let's You've give a shout out to Garage. Shun. Right. <laughs> so tell me, Randall, as a brewer, what are your thoughts about pepperoni on pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be the theme of the night? <laughs> I think we should ban it. Oh! Only oh. pineapple. I, I think you meant to say pineapple, pineapple. right? Because you said pineapple. pepperoni. I said, you're right. Well, Ross is right. <sighs> pineapple on pizza. Pineapple pizzas only. <laughs> Wait, so no, so that because of my faux pas, you don't think pepperoni should be on pizza? That's all I order and he hates it. <laughs> really? Really? What, what's your pizza? Well, I like pepperoni, but I feel like the standard, everyone wants a pepperoni pizza. It's like, come on, there's so much other things. I mean, like a sausage mushroom. I mean, sausage mushroom is pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Sausage mushroom is pretty damn good. Pineapple? Absolutely. Pesto, pine nut, garlic. Try that sometime. Have you guys been? That rocks. You guys go to Pizza Yoli? No, what is that? Uh, uh, Okay, so there's Pizza Yoli. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. What's the one that LeBron James owns? Blaze. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, he's got money in on Blaze. We got a bunch of those in, in Phoenix. Yeah, we got a bunch of them here. I haven't been there yet. And um, uh, I want to say it's Pizzioli. I'm thinking of something else, maybe. But it's a build your own pizza. There's like a, there's like eight different chains. Tell me the ones that you know. I know um, Pyology, Fire Pie, Mod Pizza, Blaze. I'm thinking of Pyology, Garage Brewing in Temecula, <laughs> California. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then there's a pizza press in, in my town, but. So, what are your thoughts about the build your own pizza? Because I think it's a great deal. Yeah. I think that like for like seven and a half dollars, and then you can get as many, as toppings, many toppings as you want. Yes. So, my so, problem is, I feel like I'm paying you. I want you to build my pizza for me. I don't want to have to think and be like, because yeah. otherwise I, I end up with a pizza with four hundred toppings. I'm like, Ooh, that looks good. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but then they're gonna make you a pizza you don't like if you don't have to. But they. Don't they have options too? You can choose from like five or six, yeah. or make your own. No, so. it's yeah. more than five yeah. or six. You can pick. It's like it's like picking a subway no, sandwich. No, no, I mean there's there's like, like there's the pizzas that are pre yeah. like their own creations, like five or six of those. Yeah, or but you, I, or, I just overlooked. Yeah, right. But I'm yeah. just saying for this guy because he yeah. says he's gonna want yeah, to have yeah, all yeah, those. Yeah. It's the same reason why <laughs> I don't like five guys. I don't want options. I just I just want to order it, a number one and it comes like a number one. You know what? I never thought about that because usually I like options, but I do usually end up. With like something that's way too large to eat, because because yeah. I want it all. I want it all. Like Fuddruckers, I make yep. a burger that's like way too big. <laughs> I want all oh my god, Fuddruckers, that's Fud going Rucker. way back. <laughs> Fuddruckers is awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's no. actually one still around in is it really? Ontario. Are they Ontario not here Mills. anymore? Because we have them in Phoenix. No, Ontario Mills has one, but other than that's that, like I don't know if there's. Here, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't yeah. realize that they. Like, it used to be a thing when I was in high school. My friend worked at a Fuddruckers, but. 
What I love about Fuddruckers is there's two things that they do different than everybody else to me. Number one, their honey mustard is better than any other hus- honey mustard I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were such but a But it comes out of a bag. <laughs> but it comes out of, I'm not, I'm not. It, it all comes, out, comes of out of a bag or a box. <laughs> it, yeah. it comes out of a plastic bag that they put in the pump, you know. And then um, the, the bun is a sponge dough bun. Their which, bun is bomb. It's bomb, right? That, that to me. Hey, aloha. That to me is awesome. Oh, are we going to be on your snap? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just had to take a moment because we always Instagram. forget pictures. Are you going to tag all of us? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Last time we actually hung out with you, we forgot to take pictures or video I know. or anything. We were just I know. so wrapped We forget up that, too, all the time. You've had to I use all like the time. other pictures. Those I have to go combined. back. So what I do is I go through it Facebook. So and then I do that a sea friendship. <laughs> and Adrian, I look for pictures where so we're tagged together. You picked like the worst picture. We could have sent you something. What? Well, <laughs> what picture was it? I don't know. It's just Randall and I, like, I don't know, like at a bar with bad lighting. <laughs> well, next time that I do that, just send me a photo. I don't even okay. have a photo with Mark, with my buddy Mark here. I'll have to get one. Okay, well, can today I? Marks can I ask Mark a question? Because I'm yeah, really sure. curious. Like, so you you were coming to the Tonga Hut before in the period when there wasn't tiki, right? I, I first came here in 1982. Okay. And there was a girl I went to high school with, and she was she was slinging beer in a pitcher, a plastic pitcher. It was Lowenbrow or Miller Lite. That's Low that was your op- Those were your options, right? And it was four bucks a pitcher. So I came here, and and her name was Victoria, and she was so hot in high school and so thrashed. Only five years later. <laughs> That's funny you say that, Mark, because as any other red-blooded male would do, right. when Facebook started to become prominent, yeah. they all looked up all their old crushes yeah. and all their ex-girlfriends, yeah. right? Yeah. And some of them I looked at and I thought like, oh my God, like I used to pine for you. I know. <laughs> some of these Wait, people get so the I have a not done you well. Beer sucked that bad back then. It took her five years to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I came, and there was no uh, there was no bahuka in the bar. The the bar itself was a different shape. It was really run down. So did you find tiki through being a regular here, or were I've, you- I've been into tiki since I was sixteen years old. Okay. I there was a there was a store called Akron A K R O N, and you could buy puffer fish for two dollars in big bins. Wow. You could buy real uh, glass fishing floats. For a couple bucks, and no the, way. And the puffer fish in those bins were bigger than they are today. I know, right? right? Yeah. Were they eighty dollars yeah. for a glass? Yeah, and, now? yeah, and and there was all this, nobody cared about it, right? And I was into it because I was a surfer, and you kind of get this bleed over from surfer into tiki. There was a great movie called The Forgotten Island of Santosha, and I mean the the art is amazing. You know, if you look at that that seventy stuff, and it, it was it was so escapist like tiki is now. You know? Wow! So were you stoked then when Tonga Hut started to embrace its tiki roots, or were you kind of like, uh, like I, I like what it is now, don't mess with it? How'd you feel? I had, I had forgotten about it, right? Okay. And when life got in the way, I had some kids and got married and all this, right? And then um, years later, I came back here and I was like, nah, because you know it was like, eh, kind of kind of goofy. And then then I gave it a second chance and. And I started realizing realizing that drinks were really good. The drinks are what made the bar now, right? And what year was this that you started coming back? I only started really coming back here only about five years ago. Okay, all right. And so all those years I've forgotten about it, but the drinks now are really good. And they're, you know, it's a whole it's a whole thing now. It's a whole culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. it totally is. Well, what were you drinking back then? Were you drinking mostly beer? 
A host of beer. Yeah, there, there. You couldn't get a painkiller. Yeah. Or a mai tai to save your life. It was awful. You know, it was everything was out of a box or a, a mixer, right? It's like Spartan Final Mai Tai Mix, some rum, right? That was about it. Wait, wait, wait. I got a question now. Spartan Final has a Mai yeah. Tai Mix? Yeah, right. Yeah. I right. missed it. Spartan, Spartan Final has a Mai Tai Mix? <laughs> <laughs> you know they do have mean? white grapefruit juice by the case. Oh, some do of they them. really? Yeah. yeah. Spartan Canned Final? white grapefruit juice. Some of them do, not all of them. Oh, right? yeah. You can I find all kinds of awful stuff if you look for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious, Sweet man. and sour, all that. Wow, wow. I want to say really quick, too, that I'm very happy to see Randall and Sarah. I haven't seen these guys in super long, so it's like... That's why Tiki Boss is our favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Because they haven't seen me. (laughs) The more time away from people, that's when I start to become their favorite. For for our listeners, if you are on social media and you follow Follow Tiki Tiki Addicts... Oh, I was going to say Tiki Addicts because Randall and Sarah are the Tiki Addicts. And they don't post as the Tiki Addicts anymore. We don't see anything from them. I'm so sorry, guys. I've been slacking because I'm a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations. You know what? Every weekend is like taking up my whole life now. And so and, and Sarah I'm going to sit is, back and try to like. Sarah really has post. this like really actually, it seems very successful. Thank you. You look very busy, right? <laughs> I am. Yeah. So that's cool. That's we awesome. We just go all over the place. Like, I have a wedding next year out in Joshua Tree. Um, I have an elopement in Italy. All these things are happening. Happening and I'm just like it's really taking off with my business that I just started uh, back in May, so I'm excited. You know, let me ask you this: Now, is it just weddings that you plan? Would you plan a bachelor party for me? Oh, hell yes! Even Are though I've been married me? for 11 years, I was about to say something I don't know, Adrian. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course, I would plan that. Absolutely, let's do this. I, I'm honestly, willing to get married I again. Even charge for that because I would oh, just want up, to really? have fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So she's going to be in the bachelor party. <laughs> I would just want Randall's photo booth to be there let, let to capture you. all the fun She's things. She's the first one to suggest strip club. So. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, like so, our last conversation. That's so, a keeper. <laughs> I, I was talking with our friend Jeff, uh-huh. Jeff from the Bahuka Underground. And for our listeners that don't know, the Bahuka Underground is going to be something that's going to be opening soon. Yes. Oh, that's actually an opening. Okay. It'll be opening soon. So, anyway, it's a project we're working on. It's top secret. I'd tell you more or else (laughs) I'd have to kill you. So, anyway, (laughs) it's funny because we were talking the other day and I said something like, hey, you should go to Tonga Hut, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, here's what I said. I said, dude, I miss you, man. I said, I had a dream that Randall cut all his hair off. (laughs) (laughs) And he showed up and he had this big smile on his face and he was like, Hey, what's Wait, up, man? Quick question. Was he bald or was it? No, it was like in sync. <laughs> Did he lose his power like Samson? No, yeah, you know, right? No, it was total like Backstreet Boys style, right? Oh, and he had this big smile on his face like he always does. And I was so happy to see him. Mm-hmm. And then I said to Jeff, I said, man, I miss hanging out with you guys. I said, you know what we need to do is we need to all go out. We should actually go to Randall's new, yeah. the, the new brewery he's working at. And he goes, yeah, that would be fun. And then I said, I'll text Sarah. And then he said, why wouldn't you text Randall? <laughs> and I said, because, I said, I don't know. I said, you know, like. Adrian I said, never wanted his phone number. I have better tits. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, even Truth. though. Yeah. And I said, you no know what? I said, that. I've never, I said, believe it or not, I've never texted Randall, but I text Sarah all the time. Yes, all and the I time. said, I'm closer to Sarah. And then he goes, does your wife know that? <laughs> 
And I said, yeah, dude, no, well, there's no, I said, Adrian, no, there's nothing. I look up to you like a dad. Oh, Just yeah. Oh, <laughs> thanks for that. Burn. Just oh. let any right? man Just didn't do that. No, I have no, kidding. Right. For anyone oh. listening, I love Adrian to death. I love Sarah, too. Like a grandfather. Dad's listener. <laughs> like the creepy uncle. <laughs> Right. The pervert, give me a hug. Randall's, so yeah, cute. I do the slow hug. <laughs> the slow hug. <laughs> Bring it to, in. To right. be fair, if you texted me, I'd text you back a week later. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I stop so texting bad. people like you. Randall got this new job a few months ago down in Temecula. And Sarah made him get a motorcycle because of the traffic. <laughs> yes. Made him. Get made a him. Like, you made o- him get a Harley. You you can only take the job if you buy a Harley. <laughs> and you're like, oh damn. He's like, damn. What am I gonna do? <laughs> new job. I don't want one. <laughs> <laughs> new job. New motorcycle. Isn't the opposite isn't mostly like you're not getting a Harley. Do you <laughs> know what happens on the road with those people? Get in your Honda and get to work. <laughs> you know, I anything you think in life, do this, do that. I'm opposite. <laughs> There you go. I want to test that. <laughs> if you're thinking no, think yes. So what are you two drinking tonight? We had a painkiller, a Mai Tai, and a grog. Yeah, uh, the, the taboo, taboo grog? Yeah. Yeah, I had that too. I had I two of them. Good. So I, I think this was one. This is one. I hate you. And this it is took a, us like four hours to get one drink. It's crazy. I had the taboo taboo and the Firebird. Shout out to Sid for making an awesome... Yeah, Yay. batch cocktail. Be a long night. <laughs> now, you know what? Look, we love Sid, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure, we love Sid. We love Absolutely. Sid. Shout out to Sid. Shout out to Marie King for running this bar like a well-oiled machine. Shout yes. out to uh, to Kevin and Jeremy and everybody who runs this bar. We love Murph. the Tonga Hut. I would say everyone. Like this is. Thank such you, an Tonga Hut. Shag sitting right for, behind us. Shag is literally right behind me. Like I can Podcast. slap him in the right head. Right behind us. Yeah. Too. Go do it. Just do it. Poke I dare him. you. Poke him. I dare you. He's Give right a quick there. Poke. Yeah, Shag just got poked. He got an anonymous poke. <laughs> he's, he's looking. <laughs> and Marco, Mar- Mark, what are you drinking tonight? I was drinking the rum and ginger out of a can, oh, yeah, and I was proud to do so. That's they're, actually good. They're really good. Yeah, it was kind of like a sort of a weird, dark and stormy. It was good, though. I liked it. So I let me ask line. you guys, what do you think of Mark's voice? Is he like Mr. Radio Voice or what? He does have that radio voice. Right? Well, yeah, thank you works. very much. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Right, totally. The first and now, for and your listening pleasure. And I'm digging the Vato Tiki shirt, too, by the way. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, El no- El- that's El Nova. El Nova. That? El Nova. You know what? I got a question. I want to know how Adrian got into this. I want to turn this around. Flip the tables on you, my oh, friend. Wow. Oh, And snap. I want to know what you're about. And why you're here and what you got what got you into this. He's being distracted right now. I wanna know Somebody's why, bugging him. Why he loves pizza. pizza. Well, who doesn't love pizza? If you don't love pizza, you can't be you're my not American. Friend. It's clear. And people are passionate about their pizza opinions. It makes good. Oh, we got a nice sound effect in the background. <laughs> awesome, right? Someone's breaking into a car. Um Okay, I'll answer your question, Mark. Uh, yeah. how did I get into this? Yeah. So in in 2016, I got laid off. That's probably going to go for like 10 minutes, you know. That's okay. <laughs> should, should we wait till this horn goes off? We can if you want. It'll be dead yeah, air. Yeah, because I feel like you're going to have to edit this out. Uh, Does anybody have a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, I'd just like to say hello to all my friends back in Arizona, TKAZ. I got a question for everybody the out there. <laughs> Who the hell pays attention to car alarms anymore? 
I don't think any. Really? Are, are we paying attention to this No one's going out there to go look, right? The guy's driving away right now, and not one person looked at it. We 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 all hate you. I'm happy to be in that. No one cares about the car alarm. So to answer your God damn that car alarm. What? Just wait. Just wait. All right, we'll wait. Don't these two have the best smiles? Like both of them, they're always like it's disgusting. It's almost, it's almost like oh my gosh, wait, Adrian! It's, it's awesome, but it's also a little like, why are you so happy? Wait. <laughs> well, of course, she's a wedding planner. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> okay, okay. So for anyone listening with this siren going, and if Adrian doesn't edit this out, Randall I probably and I just won't. Went, <laughs> Randall and I just went on a cruise. Okay. Oh, I saw that. And we met these amazing couples so the last night that we were all hanging out we decided to take all the cheesy fucking pictures we wanted nice because like straight prom pictures literally it was so bad wait did you put randall in a suit hang on i'm gonna show you one second please tell me it was a leisure suit please tell me it was a polyester leisure suit (laughs) they had big ass collars and a bow tie i need it Oh, I'm so disappointed. The car alarm stopped. Oh. Are you ready for this? <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it was all the guys in a beach setting oh. with a backdrop. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Posing. I'm trying to think of something really mean to say, but I'm not going to do it. That's I know, right? <laughs> right. What do you got? I don't, I don't know let's who I'm going to offend. Like, <laughs> right. Let's hear it. Okay, no, so, so let's get back to it. How, how did you get into this, Adrian? And, and the, what fascinates you about this? Well, so. Oh, my God. I got laid off in 2016. Like we all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I worked a tech job for almost 20 years, 17 years. And I always wanted to do a podcast because I'm a fan of podcasts. As a matter of fact, when I was still working in that tech job, I went to Sam Ash and I bought podcasting equipment. I bought a, a, a really good microphone, omnidirectional. I bought a mixer and other things. And... I actually like had a one-on-one with myself and thought, okay, be honest with yourself. Are you going to do this? Do you have time to do this? Are you really going to do this? And I thought, okay, if I'm being honest with myself, I probably won't do this. It's probably something that I want to do, but I probably won't follow up. And I returned the microphone. And then two years later, I got laid off. That That's the 2016 date. Right. Uh, 2016, like after I got laid off, I went down this whole list of things that I'd been wanting to do that I just never had time to do because of my job. And I fixed a bunch of stuff at home and I did a bunch of art projects and things like that. And after I got through that list, I was left with my podcast. I thought, okay, now is the time. Like if I really want to try this, I had, now I have the time. Let me, let me give it a shot. Yeah, sure. And it wasn't actually a podcast that I wanted to do. It was a video show. I wanted to do something on YouTube. I was inspired by a few different creators on YouTube. And so I scheduled a couple of guests. I tried to set up equipment the week before they came. And because I, my room is small, because I couldn't find a way to hide umbrellas and all that kind of stuff because the room is small, Yeah. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to record audio for now. And then release that until I figure out the video part. And I never did the video part because after I released the audio, it just took off. People were like, you know, with audio, they can 
listen to it while they're on a treadmill or right. sitting in traffic right. or cleaning their garage or mowing yep. their lawn. But with a video, people have to find the time to sit down to gotta, watch. Yeah, you got to focus and stare at something. To watch the video. Yeah. So I just never went back to the video and I did audio. And the thing is that I'd, I only thought that it was going to be like this thing that I would do for a little bit, just like a lot of the other hobbies I've done that, oh, I'll do it for like six months and then I'll fall out of interest and it'll be over and last month we celebrated our two year anniversary and I never missed a week wait only one year two years two years two, two year anniversary. anniversary and I never missed a week from the time that I started from the first episode that I loaded I loaded a new episode every week from that point it's without missing yeah. a week Yeah. and at this point I am probably five or six weeks ahead like I still have five or six weeks that of nice. episodes that I need to edit that I'll still be able to release. So I've always been able to stay on top of it. And after probably the third or fourth month, what happened was I was doing it full time and I thought, you know, since I'm making all this effort to make it happen, I should probably try and find some sponsors so that I'm not doing it for nothing. Right, sure. And I went out and started looking for sponsors and I found a rum sponsor and I found a pomade sponsor and I found a tiki bar and I found... You know, a few different people that were willing to take a chance on this podcast, which I'm so grateful for, and it's never stopped. I'm, it, since that time, I've always had a sponsor on the podcast. Right. So, and I'm still working on sponsors today. I, I, th- love I it. think that you hit a you hit a, a kind of a sweet spot, right? Because um, Tiki is in its probably really its its fourth revival. Okay. Since its, yeah. Since its origin, right? And now with uh, social media and the ability to to create a radio broadcast so simply and and yeah. so and, and so easily you that it's uh, it, it just a lot the thing about Instagram and work. Facebook alone. Like you post an episode, you post it up, and it's you know. Yeah, it, it amazes listening. me. Like I'll post an episode and I'll check on it like ten hours later, just because like, oh, I want to edit the description or oh, I want right. to edit the picture, and I'll look at it and I'll think, wow, three hundred people have listened to this Already. in the past, yes. like. Eight to ten hours. It's crazy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, now with my hour-long commute, it's way easier to listen. <laughs> Are you listening on your motorcycle? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and um, make room for others. I'm going to go ahead and Give take this time to exit as well. But, Adrian, you know, just kind of in connection with what you guys were just talking about, I just want to say thank you for everything that you do. I think it's it's awesome, that for especially for people that are – just finding the Tiki community, getting into it. Obviously, you've been in it for a long time. You've made a lot of friends. And so you get to listen to people in the community talk candidly with somebody that they have trusted and known for many years. And that's beyond what you can get reading books and just going back. You know, Thank it's, you, it's, Ross. It, it's, it's intimate. It's personal. And if people spend the time to find out your podcast, listen to it, learn about it, you can learn about not just Tiki, but about the community and just Thank about you, people Ross. in general. And it, it's just, it's, you know, it's a great listen. It's very entertaining. Like it's educational. And, you know, I've told you a million times, but thank you, brother, for everything no, you thank do. You, thank we you. We appreciate it, man. Thank you for always supporting me. Thank you for always being on the show and asking me on the show. Thank you for co-hosting with me. You know, the thing about this podcast is it's never meant to be about, like, telling people what is and isn't Tiki. It's just this thing that I'm really passionate about that I want to share with people, you know? And I never expected it to be what it is today yeah i just honestly i never expected it to last this long you know the fact that it's still around is 
kind of weird to me, you know, but <laughs> it's it's also cool at the same time. I love that it's something that I can do I w- now. I wouldn't know what to do without it. Oh, I, I love, love that. Seriously. I love listening to it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I love you so much, man. Thank you for supporting me. I love you. We love it. you too, Adrian. Yeah. Thank you. Love Thank you, you guys. There's Thank you. so much love for you. Seriously. Oh, that's so nice of you. Thanks. TKAZ, I'll see you at Undertow tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. To me, you are the voice of Tiki. Like, anytime I need to know about anything going on, like, you're the voice. Awesome, awesome. At Tiki Addicts, at Desert Luna Photo Boots. Peace out. Yeah, throw it out there. Throw it out there. Cheers, guys. This episode is brought to you in part by Steadfast Pomade. Steadfast Pomade is a strong-holding, medium-bodied, water-based styling product for men and women, which leaves your hair looking slick, neat, and shiny with a clean, fresh scent. Its unique formula allows you to easily restyle your hair throughout the day and washes out with ease. Steadfast Pomade is American-made and veteran-owned, available in original and anchor hold. Get yours today at SteadfastPomade.com. Tame the waves and keep it steadfast. And this and this is the one and only. Have you guys seen? Have you have you heard of Fabio? I know you've heard of Fabio, and here he is, his long hair flowing and and everything. <laughs> Aloha, Fabio. Aloha. <laughs> he looks Italian. Aloha. Yeah, Italian. Aloha. He's Italian. I tell you. He's the guy on all the covers, on all the books, all the romance novels, right? And people are thinking right now, is he really there? Is that really Fabio? Describe him for the people so that they know, like, so they can relate to the whole romance novel scene. Because he matches perfectly. Oh my gosh. He's so dreamy. I swear. You know what, Fabio? If I weren't married. So I feel like we just took over the podcast. We came over. You did. Podcast the other day? No, we haven't done a podcast together in a while. I thought you just did it at his house. No, the last one that we did was Tiki Oasis. Oh, was shoot. It? Okay, it's yeah, been a minute. I, no, there hasn't been anything. Sorry, I'm short. No, just bring it, it, it'll move. You can, just, you can just pull it, it towards you. Just pull it towards me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, there we go. go. There you All go. Right. Just make sure easier. you're in front of the mic. Perfect. Yeah. 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 There you go. So, Adrian, so the story that we were just talking about with the cilantro... That is the arm that the cilantro Let fell on. Let me see on. the arm. The cilantro, cilantro <laughs> arm. <laughs> it's dark in there. I'm going, I'm going, either that's the cilantro that just came out of my mouth, or that's a cilantro tattoo. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. But what he yeah, did you know tell what? You is a- he spit on me before, too. <laughs> no, but you asked me to. Yeah. It's a little different. He dropped the taco. <laughs> oh, see? I did eat the taco. It didn't actually fall to the floor. It, the plate fell, and then all the toppings flew off of the taco. You don't want to waste a good The meat taco. and the tortilla stayed intact. Sure, Ross. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> now, I'm going to say something. We've mm. talked about Mexican food before. Oh, man. Don't start. Okay. Are we all from Southern? Well, you guys are well, from. Well, he's from Brazil. Brazil. I'm from Hacienda yeah. Heights. Hacienda Heights. Yeah. I was born in I was born in East, East Los Angeles. So, so what are we talking about? She'll probably back you up more than anybody. <laughs> right. Okay, so I feel like I'm getting ganged up on right <laughs> no, now. But go ahead. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> no, so mission style burritos. I have this. I have this argument that the best Mexican food comes from Southern California, specifically the San Diego area. I didn't even grow up in San Diego, but just because it's close to the border and it the health delicious. standards are better in in the in America than it is in Mexico you just get better mexican food there but <laughs> ross argues that it's better in the bay area oh no 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 okay here's and the east, thing east Los. um east Los, you know there's so many uh restaurants in east LA 
like um, El Coyote. Um, oh my God. I don't see how she says it with the accent. Oh, that's that's so sexy. Say it again. El Coyote. El Coyote. She's fluent in Spanish. She's fluent in Spanish. I was born in East LA. I had to learn to speak English. So, but there is a lot of like top-notch, authentic restaurants in LA, and El Coyote is one of them. But um, there's some, so many more. But you know the place. So my favorite place out there, I think it's called, uh, and I only know it by by vision. I can't remember the name. I think it's La Azteca. La Azteca um, in LA. Yeah, it's just east of the 710 freeway. Like it's right off the freeway, and they have a uh, chili relleno burrito, which is just to die for. Oh my God, my mouth's watering. Off the freeway, is it El Tapayac? But I have not heard about that one. It's not El Tapayac. Okay. It's, it's but you know, if you Yelp, if you Yelp certain restaurants and you read the reviews, the reviews are accurate because these are people who like authentic Mexican food. So they go to restaurants like that and they'll say, "Yes, this is authentic food. This is good. This is you need to come here." And when you see, if like for example on Instagram, you see pictures like that are hashtag of the restaurant. And you tap on it, and then you look. You see people in line because it's really good, authentic food. It's delicious. Yeah, we found this place because we went online and we googled like the best burritos in East LA, and we did a burrito crawl. So yeah, yeah, and you did a what? A burrito crawl? We did a burrito crawl. Oh yeah, we hit the man. Four spots, four spots, dude. I felt, I felt like I was, my stomach was gonna rupture. That was wrong. Oh my god, you tasted burritos at four different places. Did you eat a whole burrito at each one? No, no, no. So there was four of us. Okay, so it was four of us. We would buy two burritos. We would cut them in half, so we'd each have half a burrito. But after four spots, you've had a total of two burritos because you did a half burrito at four spots. Right. Oh my god. Delicious. But by the time we got to the fourth one, it was the one oh god, the name escapes me. It's the one with the the big like twenty five pound burrito, the big burrito, the one in East LA. Oh my god, I've never even heard of a twenty five pound burrito. That's in huge. Twenty five pound burrito. I don't know why we saved that one for last, but I remember thinking we walked in and I remember thinking, I don't want to eat this burrito. <laughs> and I said, Can I just take a bite? Can we just and I took one bite and I boxed the half that I have and I took it home because it was it was known for their they were known for their giant burritos. Like but were they baby. known for being good burritos it's or like just baby. really big yeah. burritos? They were all good. They were all the reason why we picked these places is because they were not because they were big but because they were good. Okay. The only right. reason why we picked the last one is because it was big. So but it was if we're talking also, burritos specifically, San Francisco makes the best burritos <gasps> in the world. Oh, oh yes. my God. I, I would Shut just your run, mouth. I would challenge Shut your mouth. I would challenge we, that. Now, we can argue Mexican food as a whole, and you're changing the argument because before it was San Diego. <laughs> you said San Diego because it was closer to the border. Now you're saying SoCal, which is a completely different argument. No, 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 no. no. I'm not changing the argument. You're right. No, I, I am, my argument is still San Diego. Yeah. Now, there is good I'm, food I'm in San Diego, San Diego, but San Diego style, which is the one that they've created, which is things the like California, style with the California French fries, burritos, with which the is French, French fries. fries and carne asada fries, which is crap, by the way. <gasps> Sorry, I'm just going to go oh ahead and say God, that. Oh, my God, you're the wow. devil. Stop. Because you're the devil. Okay, I here, thought here's the I thing. knew you. Take a sip so you can fill your mouth <laughs> oh with something else other than bad words. Here's the, thing about <laughs> here's the thing about French fries. They are best hot and crispy. What is What happens I'm to gonna French fries? I'm going to mute it right now. I'm going to mute it right now. French fries are best when they're hot and crispy. When you put all that stuff on them, that 
that ruins the crispiness. It Who makes are them you? cold. I you were it just, okay, here's levels, if dude. you like garnets <laughs> on the fries, try it with chips. And the bear we call super nachos. It's That's way not the same better. thing. Not it's the same way thing. better. Chips and fries are two different it's things. It's way better. I'm chips sorry to tell you that garnets on fries anymore. overrated. <laughs> so, so here's it's not. Chip. And you're, you're just not you're getting it the right place. You're talking about going closer to the border. When you eat at San Diego style places that do carne asada fries and roll tacos, it is the most inauthentic, just Wisconsin cheddar cheese thrown on the food. Just no <laughs> love put into this food at all. French fries. French fries. All right. Where are my San Diego peeps at? Come, come to Mission. Come, come to the Mission. Come to the Mission in San Francisco. Go to any taqueria. Just pick one. Go to La Taqueria, which is my personal favorite. And order a carne asada burrito. I don't really Check out. I'm sorry. I'm, these are the. Okay. Let's. It, it's a well known fact. You guys are. It's first, not a fact. It's a fact. It's an opinion. No, 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 no. It's not a fact. It's an opinion held by more people, which makes it a fact. <laughs> I'm speechless. Oh because how many burritos have you had in the mission in San Francisco, or just not even in the how mission? How many burritos have you had in San Diego? I've had quite a few. Com- and, comparable and some of them to are, the mission are, are, in San Francisco. Some of them are pretty good. And I and I, there are some authentic places in San Diego that make really good food. I'm talking about the San Diego style that was developed and created by the what is it called? Roberto's, which has been now chained Alberto's. out to Alberto's, Bertos, Filiberto's, Rolabertos. That shit started that? in San Diego. It should have stayed there because it's garbage. It's cheap oh, food. Oh, <laughs> it's big, cheap food. If I want a burrito that's just nothing but meat, that's called an enchilada with no sauce. All right. See, in, in, in the Bay Area, we know that, what a burrito should be. Next thing you're right. going to say that you voted for Taco Bell to be the best uh, Mexican food in the United States, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right I'm so, sorry. i got to stick up for my Bay Area people so here. We have for, the world's best burrito. For our listeners. I live in Arizona, not for, from okay, Arizona. Hang on, I hang understand on, how hang Taco on. Bell won. All right, let's, let's hang on. Let's take it down a notch. All right. This is the heated discussion about Mexican food. So, for our listeners, that's Tiki Boss. So, you can send all your hate mail to Tiki Boss. <laughs> send it. Bring don't it. Send it. Tiki don't Boss. Send it off. to Inside the Desert Razor's room yeah. because I do not agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you about Tex Mex. What do you think about Tex Mex? Oh, not for me. See, here's the thing. Oh, but look, look how nice you are about Tex Mex. I think Tex Mex sucks. Oh, it does balls. suck. It's horrible. San Diego is way better than Tex Mex. And, it, and San Diego is better than the stuff that's in Arizona too. Sorry, people that I, that I know from Arizona. Oh, so, so what your nationality is? I am half Mexican and half Italian. Damn. <laughs> Which means, but it's I only know it's food. half. It's half. <laughs> Do you see this stomach that I'm pointing at right now? I got this from eating a lot of good food. <laughs> I'll blame, no, I'll blame it on the Italians. That's fine. <laughs> I was I was born to eat. Do you know Angelica? From I do Adventures know Angelica. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. She says that I don't like Tex-Mex because I'm just not eating at the right place. Yeah, I heard that. It's bullshit, right? Is so, that bullshit? It, it is bullshit, but here, here's the thing. Oh, we're calling when, you out, Angelica. Here's something that I, I've learned about living in Arizona. Because when I first tried the Mexican food in Arizona, I thought this is in, uh, this is not authentic. And then I went to people's houses and I met grandmothers and I, and I met families that were eating this food and they all loved it. And I realized, how do I call something inauthentic that these people have been eating for years and years? And I realized... Mexican food is much like American barbecue. It's regional. So, you know, the Mexican food that comes up to California comes from that region of Mexico. What comes up to Texas, what comes up to Arizona, it all gets Americanized. It all gets changed. 
and there are traditions behind it. So it's hard to say what's good and what's bad. It's what you grew oh, up with. Oh, bullshit. You just said what's good and what's bad. <laughs> well, for wow. me personally, oh, how come he's all nice now <laughs> well, when it comes I, to tex well, I'm saying Mexican food in general, but burritos, I will stand behind that that San Francisco burritos are the best burritos in the world. What makes them we, better than anything Because we put the whole meal in the tortilla. Okay, give me okay. an example. So, uh, so, so with that said, right? do you like Chicago pizza or New York pizza? <gasps> Oh, I l- now we're talking. See, because I l- the I argument, I know it. I, okay, so this is. I'm going to see what, what you say. What am I in the mood for? I, I don't have a half, preference. You half Italian, so come it on. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. I like um, Detroit style pizza where they cook it in the pan. I like St. Louis style pizza with their own because cheese. Because they say that Deep the argument is that crust? the argument is it that New York pizza is a snack and Chicago pizza is a meal. No, they're both a meal. They're both a meal. It just depends on what you're How in the mood for. How many pieces you eat? <laughs> Sometimes Chicago pizza. What are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> I lo- well, here's the thing. California really has no style of pizza, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, no, could, you're right. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing you could probably point to is like Wolfgang Puck and Spago and what became California Pizza Kitchen, which is not really, That's in my real opinion, pizza. really real real pizza or good pizza. I like we CPK. Don't have a, maybe the barbecue yeah, chicken pizza too. is a California thing, which is garbage. By the way. <laughs> oh my god, who is this see, guy? Like, see, the thing is, Hawaiian Gosh. pizza really is California pizza. Yeah, no, it is. Know? It is. Hawaiian pizza is not from Hawaii, it's from no, California. No, absolutely not. And <laughs> yeah, if you like right. Hawaiian pizza, try to sub the um, Canadian ham for pepperoni. Or even spicy. better, even better, put some jalapenos in that. Yes, bit, put some jalapenos and put the pineapple <laughs> on um, fresh, meaning okay, not so after I got cooked. a question about that because okay, I, I, I love jalapeno wheels. Dude, I, I'm all about we are the world, man. We don't have to argue. Make love, not war. I feel so, defensive. I feel like I came a little. I'm very aggressive. Right? I don't mean yeah, I'm not he's normally totally, that he's like way. worked up. Well, because so, I feel like I was being a t- you were setting me up to be attacked from no. the beginning. No. You're like, who's from LA? Who's from SoCal? You were setting this shit up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> look, look how defensive he is. Love and box. Come on, come on. So I'm Hispanic. You're talking about jalapenos, and I do not like anything that's spicy or pica because I grew up. Having dinners with my Mexican parents who are like <laughs> sweating and like so uncomfortable during you sure, dinner. You sure they're do do dinner? you know what I pictured? <laughs> like, no, I just want something that tastes good. I do not want to be afraid to eat my food and be like, <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm sweating during dinner. Wait, 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 wait. It sounds wait, wait. like they're doing something else though. Yeah, I was gonna say, make that sound again. Make that, that sound. Might again. Be inappropriate. This is the jalapeno sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our listeners that's, not what I'm, that's, that's not what I'm picturing. No. That's not what I'm picturing. So. That is sad of jalapeno eating My Mexican jalapeno parents. just got excited. <laughs> all right, all right. One, one more time, one more time. <laughs> right. So, for the Italians. All right, we got two Italians on this side of the table. Yeah, Fabio's Italian. All right, so for the Italians on this side of the we table. We got one and a half. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. We got half. All right, so. I have an opinion about this, and it's not wrong. It's an opinion, and I'm pointing at Ross no right facts. now. <laughs> <laughs> Might be some data behind. And this. it's ain't a setup. I'm just, I'm just curious. What are your thoughts about pineapple on pizza? Amazing! I love yeah, it. Oh yeah, I, see. I, I love it. I love, I love, I love it too. I love it with favorite. pepperoni. <clears throat> And, and I like opinions. it. I like the hol- the pineapple to I be like put on the after the pizza is cooked. Let me blow your mind right now, dude. Because in Brazil, right, we go to this, we call it Brazilian hojizio, right? Yeah. And it's what, what, what it is. What's it called? It's a hojizio. Okay. So what it is, what is it's that, like. What does that mean? Hojizio means um, it's almost like an all you can eat. Okay. So okay. what happens okay. is you sit on the table 
And if you've ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse where they keep bringing the, the meat, okay. you know, they do the same thing with the pizza, right? So they keep bringing all oh, those wow. different flavors. But they're all thin crust, and then they have all those different flavors. But they'll put just about anything we imagine on pizza, right? Chicken hearts, even. So, it's disgusting. Yeah, chicken hearts, I mean, like, that's one of them, you know. But then they have uh, hearts of palms or whatever. Some are vegetables. Some are just meat. Some are also. And then they have the sweets. So okay. then you have sweet condensed milk, chocolate oh, pizza. Sweet condensed milk. Yeah, Amazing, dude. I love it. I mean, one time, dude, when I was like, when I could eat a little more than now, you know, like now metabolism kind of slowed up. I had 17 slices of pizza. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 17 slices of pizza. That's more than one pizza. <laughs> Dude, this, and they're big dude, slices, don't be, man. Don't be fooled by his small yeah. stature. This guy can <laughs> eat big slices. Like, ridiculous. That's like three food. pizzas. I can tell. Dude. Something about eat. him said he can eat. Right? Just, like, right? I look at him and right? I go, yeah. this guy eats. Right? <laughs> he, he may be on the thinner side, but so, I can tell okay, you. So pineapple on pizza is cool. With with the Italians, yeah, right. I mean, okay. but but most pizza that we get here is not authentically Italian, anyways. I mean, it's Americanized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If Actually, I was eating, Italian pizza is horrible. Is we, it really? We went to Rome, and the pizza was. I mean, because we're just so really used to American is. pizza, but Italian Living pizza in was California. Not good. God only knows what Italian pizza really. <laughs> well, it's is. also regional. It, so I, if you think about it, God only knows what Italian pizza is. If you live in California with all the different mishmash of pizza, you know, like. What really is Italian pizza? It's, yeah. In Italy, like, the pizza, they like don't have a lot Mexican of cheese, food. which is just <laughs> not right. I'll guarantee you this. If I go to Mexico and eat Mexican food, I will not like it because I was raised in California, hmm. even or how, though I'm Mexican. Or how about point. Or how about Chinese food? You think you can get this kind of Chinese food in China? I don't think so. No, well, no, it's different here. That's of what course. I'm saying. And in China, Remember they just call we it food. Remember yeah. when we went to Japan? I love that joke, man. It's a great joke. It, it I never gets old. It, but it never gets old. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> but, you know, it, that's also regional. So there's Neapolitan-style pizza, which is that really thin pizza, like a pizza margarita. It stays in the oven for like about a minute, minute and a half. All right. What I grew up eating was almost like focaccia. It's a deep-dish Sicilian-style that, pizza. That's what my mom made. Like, what about... Like, she used to make it at home. It was like a cake, man. Yeah, it was like yeah. a cake. Sardines, yeah. it was served cold yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's completely different. Exactly. What about anchovies on pizza? Well, and that's kind of like what I grew up eating. My, my grandma used to make two pizzas, one with... Is that an Italian sardines ingredient? Or, oh, yeah. I think it was either Did sardines or anchovies. Oh, absolutely. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm Sicilian. Sicilian. We didn't use anchovies. We used sardines. Anchovies is pretty salty. So you, you, you that's get what sardines I like and you put it, it all over. That's you know? what I like about it. I mean, like people... You know... There was a time when people thought it was cool to say spam is, eh, you know. But now a lot of people love spam. I fucking love spam. And if you cook it the right way, it tastes like bacon. High school kids eat spam masubi. It's crazy. And anchovies, I think, is the same thing. It used to be cool to say that anchovies was nasty. But, you know, but anchovies, like, that salty is actually pretty good. I I like the taste. It's an acquired taste. It's not what you're used to. But when you get used to it, it blends with all the other flavors. It's really actually really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's my opinion. And the pizza that my grandma used to make when we were li- when we were young, she'd make one without, one with, and again, like you were talking, it was more like a cake, and it yeah. was very often put out cold, sometimes sometimes warm, but yeah, completely different thing. Now, do you guys but, make pizza at home? I have. We have. Do you, do you? What do you do that's different than what, like, say, all the pizza shops around like here do? Like two inches of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. I always actually. I guess cheese, what I'm man. what I'm what I'm what I'm leaning. To or what I'm getting at is that are you doing something that's more authentic than what other people are doing? Because Pizza Hut's obviously not an authentic pizza. No. 
I, I suck at making pizza at home. I had an ex that thought I should make really good pizza because I was Italian. She literally told me that. She was wow, like, that's wow, racist. yeah, she wanted me to make the dough all the time. And when I couldn't do it well, I got, did you tell her she you're was only, like, did you tell her, no, but babe, I'm only half. Yeah. And then you know what she said? She was like, well, you can't landscape either. Oh, <laughs> and she said that. And I started giggling. I and then I realized, her. wow, she's not kidding right now. She, right, right. Yeah. She was like, but did like, you tell her that? Well, serious. I'm only half of that too. <laughs> yeah. wow. It's like, did you tell her you picked all the wrong halves? Yeah. <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. Wow. That's wow. why she's the next, right? And, uh, by the way, I. That's kind of true on both. I can't roll dough, but I, I can landscape a little bit. <laughs> can you throw dough? That's I a have, skill, right? I have done it once before. to throw it yeah, without like not ripping let it, it open, break over so your knuckles, so it doesn't become a hat. <laughs> I have, but no, I don't. It's not something I do on a regular basis. It's not what I do on the weekends when I know. <laughs> it's not. He's like, hey, you guys want to come over? I got some new dough. I'm gonna be throwing it. Hey, bro, throw it to you, throw it to me. What I got it? a new technique. You're doing it like a flair bartender. You're like throwing it behind your back. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to get away from the burrito, but I'm gonna go back for a second. Oh no, you, no, no, I'm not. Because I'm not. you asked what makes it good, and so I'm gonna. So one thing I said is mean, the whole no, no, meal. No, no, no. I didn't ask what makes it good. What makes you think it's better? Okay. So one thing again is that we, and this is what I'm used to. This is what I grew up with. We put the whole whole meal in the burrito meaning typically beans rice meat salsa cheese guacamole and sour cream here. and we yeah. and we call that a super burrito it's it's the standard burrito out there there's usually places we'll sell a regular burrito which doesn't include the sour cream or guac and the super burrito which is sometimes bigger includes everything else but we also in my opinion use for let me backtrack that burrito is not authentically Mexican whatsoever. There's almost nothing like that that you would find in Mexico. That was invented in the Bay Area. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay, if so- you look it up on Wikipedia, it's called the Mission Style Burrito or San Francisco Style Burrito. <clears throat> There's arguments about who invented it. Was it for migrant workers looking to feed themselves? Was it restaurants? But we know it came from San Francisco. Now, we also, in my opinion, use, even though it's not authentically Mexican, we use authentically Mexican ingredients to fill this burrito, which, in my opinion, San Diego doesn't do when you're talking about things like French fries and cheddar cheese and all the other stuff that they're putting what, in the burritos. What is an authentic burrito, then? I, I've, I've read that burritos aren't even necessarily found outside of um, Amer- in Mexico. It's not really much of a thing. Yeah, they There's do tacos. Kind of, they don't do burritos. If their burritos are very small, oh, really? they're usually yeah. like little flour, just a little bit of meat rolled up in it. What we know is burritos, in my understanding... You won't really find, and unless it's a unless it's a, a restaurant trying to cater that, to Americans. That's that's my understanding. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> let me say tacos, this bro. then. So we're arguing who's got better, better Mexican food. We're arguing burritos, and you're saying that and that's not even really even Mexican. That's why I came back and said I'm not gonna. I'm, my argument is less about who has the best Mexican food, but I will stand by the best burritos in the world come from San Francisco. I'm gonna. I'm going to call all my Mexican friends out here right now, and I'm going to ask them. Can we have a burrito off? Can we have a burrito off? Where's Brian and Woody? Like, They'll back me up. Which gets back to what you said. I mean, it's, I, it's personal preference, right? It's personal preference. Personally, man. I, it's I, an opinion. Uh, it's what where, you grew up with. It is like, an opinion. Wet burrito, dude. You know, you, you put some oh. melted cheese and some stuff on, you know, some, some green sauce on top of the burrito. You got me, man. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's inside. Yeah. <laughs> Well, wait, wait. Don't get crazy. No. Okay. All right. All right. Our listeners right now are like, all right, enough about the burrito talk. <laughs> all right. I've said Can we please stop? Can we please stop with the burrito talk? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk tiki. Let's think of a 
Let's talk about this mug. Let's talk about the line that we had to wait for. Let's talk about this event. Let's talk about the the Tonga Hut 60th anniversary. 60 years, man. I mean, that's pretty cool. The, The fact that, like, there's not a lot of old school tiki bars left and Tonga Hut is still standing. And Tonga Hut... I mean, it went through a period where it devolved. Right. It became a bit of a sports bar, and it still found its way through, right? I mean, that's that's pretty damn cool. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. You kind of wish that more places with history would make that transition, like when you think about Trader Sam's in San Francisco. There's a lot of it out there. I mean, there's... Or Bikini Lounge in Phoenix. There's Bikini Lounge in Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's bars out there that can just kind of embrace their roots and go back to the old school and say, hey, you know what? When we opened this bar, our theme was tiki. Let's find our way back there and do this the way that we had originally intended when this bar opened, right? And Tongo Hut found their way, and that's pretty cool. You know, nowadays, it's it's tiki's, it's, I don't know if evolve is the right word. I, I like to say devolve because, you know, a lot of the new people that are finding tiki, they get really defensive when you tell them hey that's not tiki you know like this is what tiki is they get defensive about that they they, mm-hmm. they say like you're not going to tell me what is wrong oh that's not tiki according to you no according to history <laughs> right people get very right? sensitive yeah. about it oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Very like sensitive. like no 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 they, like you know you guys found your way to tiki because you like the aesthetic you liked what it was right <laughs> but now you want to adapt it to what you think it should be Right, you like Star Wars and you like Tiki, so Star Wars equals Tiki. No, it doesn't. No, not but at all. But they want it to be that way. They want it to be that way. And there's a lot of people that get really butthurt, you know, when you try to correct them. You know, and it's kind of a shame. And I honestly think I- that it is going to kill the historical concept of tiki you know what it is that we're really celebrating we're celebrating like like, this thing that used to exist that no longer exists well like like we were talking about the food earlier i think the whole thing is like with the popularity of tiki people just kind of added their own colloquialism and you know their idiosyncrasies and it just built into something completely different and people add a little bit of their own flair to it and it becomes their thing you know and then you know now that tiki's all over the country you know, it's like you get yeah. a little bit of the East Coast, a little bit of the West Coast, South and everything, and you just mix it to this big melting pot, and you get what we get now, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's it's a hard thing to not want to be a fun killer, right? Because I don't want to go a, right. to a group of people that are having a good time enjoying themselves <laughs> and are trying to embrace tiki to the best of their knowledge, and you don't want to be that guy that comes in and goes, hey, you know that's not tiki, right? And I don't do that. But when somebody asks or when somebody is... Um, saying something that's completely wrong, like you kind of have to you correct have to. it, right? Like you got you got to tell them that Southern California burritos are inferior <laughs> to. <laughs> Didn't we just stop talking about burritos? But it's, it's really unfortunate when you actually kind of tell people about tiki. You know, it's like, hey, I've been collecting for twenty five years, and you don't want to tell them that's not tiki because you want them to kind of get the right. vibe because it's such a good feeling right. yeah but then it's like no dude scooby-doo is not tiki i'm sorry but <laughs> oh it's like, oh my god you went there <laughs> I did. You i'm went sorry there. i'm sorry but it's like you know what i mean like you don't want to be a jerk but it's like and then you know when you kind of mention something it's like oh you're a tiki elitist it's like no yeah. dude like i'm like hey i'm 
Like, elitist, I want everybody to have a good time. Elir- like, elitist, not purist, a, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like, you're just a tiki OG. I find like, the, no, it's like, I'm not a tiki snob. I'm not a tiki. It's like, no, I like tiki. Those tiki people are the tiki, ones starting the arguments more lately. I'll see something posted, and before anybody says that's not tiki, someone's already going, somebody's going to come on here and say this is not tiki. And I'm like, no one's even said that it's yet, like, man. Right. Calm it's down. Like, like, it's not tiki. Like, like, I, I will say this. Relax. I will say this about being an elitist or a quote-unquote purist or whatever you want to call it. You know, there's nothing wrong with being passionate about keeping something authentic. And when those people are pushed to the side or they're scoffed at, then we, we start to live in a land of mediocrity. Whether it is traditional hot rods or whether it is whatever it is that you're collecting, what if, if, it's, if it's authentic tiki. Or if it's anything else, right? If you start scoffing at the people that are trying to keep it authentic, then nothing becomes authentic because it becomes something that is not accepted. Yeah. Right? It, right. It's nothing. It's just a, a mishmash of yeah, all sorts it becomes of things that whatever no you want it to be. Right. And that's what and that's what a lot of people say is tiki just means fun. Yeah, it's a well, state like, of mind. It's, it's a state of mind. It's, just, it's supposed to be, it's just, so, but it's just not. Right. Like on Ugamuga, they'll have like like what is it? Geeky tiki's they put out everything it's like they had the the vintage cereals like the like count chocula and all right. that stuff they're like oh they have this like listed on ugamuga i'm like i'm not trying to be like a snob or anything but it's like no dude count chocolate is is not tiki well i appreciate you guys being on the podcast thank you thanks yeah, for having us I Thank love Ross. Thank, nothing personal, bro. I hope you know that. <laughs> oh, I know. He's all, even though we I have a burrito issue. I didn't issue. think there was, but now I'm starting no, 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 to no, think no. maybe there. Because, <laughs> because I'm thinking, oh, shit, is he going to kick my ass like when, <laughs> when everybody's gone? <laughs> I'm going to walk out the fence, and he's going to be waiting for F- me. Find you in the parking lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, Can I say this one thing really quick before yeah, we yeah, stop? Yeah. I mean, just on that topic, you know, there's just been so much work and effort to to go back and find this thing that was lost, this thing that we all love. A lot of time, a lot of people, a lot of um, effort and work. And yeah. so to not I, I have know a passion to... And to not give it what it deserves, right? Not give it the the respect it deserves. It's a slap in the face to all those people it and totally all their work will, will be dead. It totally we won't dude, know what Tiki, so we won't know what you tiki is. You are right. We didn't know what it was some time ago and we won't know what it is again. And a lot of these people who don't want to respect that will stand up and fight for the Mai Tai and how the Mai Tai is made correctly. So that's the argument I don't get is yeah. like if, if, if you're you, right, if you are OK with like I've never thought of if that, you fight for the, a proper Mai Tai and you go, oh, no, no. Once you put pineapple in that, that's not a Mai Tai. But then Tiki is anything. Tiki is whatever you want it to be. How, how do you yeah, make both make of those things make sense, sense in your head? I don't I don't even grasp. I don't even. You're right. You're right. I don't even grasp it. So anyways, I know we're um, finishing up, but I yeah. just had to say that really quick because it was on my brain. All right. So Ross gets the last word on that. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. That. Thank you for having me on, as, yeah, as always. It. I love it. Yeah, thanks. And, and thank you to Fabio and Karen for being Thank on the you. show. They're actually neighbors of mine. I've been trying to get them over at the Desert Oasis room for a while. Anytime. So we're, we're going to make this And I love these guys. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? Yeah. 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 They're awesome it. people. Thanks so, for getting my tacos. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Sorry I anytime. dropped one. Thank you for the bite Spit cilantro on your friend. So everybody that's <laughs> listening out there, let's get your opinions on this. You tell us, what do you think is got the best Mexican food? Bay Area? San Diego? Put some of the comments below. San Diego. 
tell us tell us what you like uh, on your pizza do you like thin crust do you like Chicago style do you like pineapple do you like anchovies and if you have any questions comments or just want to leave a shout out check us out on Inside the Desert Oasis Room on Facebook or Polynesian Pop on Instagram alrighty folks let's get let's get back to our drinking aloha cheers and aloha aloha if you insist alrighty (laughs) 